Warning, it is the opinion of the Four Street Productions and the Working Perspectives podcast Weekend Poppin' that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You've been warned, so if you decide to listen, then don't complain like a fucker! Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, some real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by special guest host Bern Podcasty, and our guest, plural, today is the N-Dub Roundtable of badass Brandon Hill, J-Dub Justin Richardson, the enormous Eric Zeblum, and N-Dub's favorite son, Strong Stem Steuben Steve Cabot. Burn, are you ready? No, there's no way I'm ready for this. Just from the podcasts I've heard before and the little I've gotten to know Steve, uh, uh, this is going to be wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strap in. The fucking roller coaster is about to start. All right. Well, you can find all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, and do us a favor and email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And for the love of God, it's every fucking day with this shit. Please just subscribe and like. Otherwise, I will get a divorce. All right. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our live And how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe We're just sharing We're just sharing Okay, Benoit Putkasi. Got a couple people we want to introduce and reintroduce to the show. All right. So coming back for his second time on the Working Perspectives podcast, we have badass Brandon Hill. Brandon, how are you, sir? I'm doing outstanding. Good. You look you look outstanding, pal. <laughs> For all those listening, you can you can view this episode on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Uh, but you can visually see Brandon is wearing his two belts again. So back for a second episode with both belts. Glad to see they're here. And then we have first time, long time, first time guest of the show, N-Dub, favorite son, Eric Zeblum. Eric, how are you, man? Thanks for coming on. Yo, what's up, Matt? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on, especially with all these guys. It's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. Hey, man. Right back at you, pal. I I mean, I'm looking forward to it like I'm looking forward to, you know, like a colonoscopy. It's going to be it's going to be weird, but I'm going to feel better after I have it done. So yeah, it's necessary. It's oh, it's definitely necessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. J-Dub, we got you on a different light on the Tuesday show. I'm, I'm glad to there see you, you here. How are things? Hello. Good. Right. I'm good. I'm swell. You look good. And you look swell. 
<laughs> All right. Nice. Cool. You excited to get this thing going or what? Yeah, I'm hype, yo. I haven't seen Bark in a while. I haven't seen Brandon Hill since I was like, I don't know, fucking 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Remember that kid who used to shit his pants who lives right behind your house, yo, that kid Richie, yo? <laughs> Remember that boy who's always shit his pants, yo? What we'll get, to him, yo? We'll get back to that. Let me I need to know, yo. This let talk me is going to go any further until I know what happened to that boy, That was yo. an everyday occurrence. Yo, at, yo, it was, he shit his pants so much, like, like, at first, I thought it was a joke, and then, like, he really shit himself on that little football field right next to your house. And did, I was like, this guy really shits himself every day. Did he have, what like, a disease him? or something? Or is he just he, – like, didn't know child, there was a toilet just shitting? What's he was up? one of those kids that wanted to go outside and play all the time and didn't want to leave, like, running around to go take a shit. So he would shit himself. <laughs> just let it go. He got to respect that. Dude, he that's like you know, that's like some fucking, you know, Marine Corps shit, right? Didn't didn't – didn't oh, Sean we don't Day, shit ourselves. Well, no, didn't <laughs> didn't Sean Sean Day said on the show that he was hiding in a bush out back of Steve's house in Maniunk and he pissed himself just so he didn't get caught by the cops, right? Isn't that I mean, I that's mean, a different story, though. Yeah, that's a, that's extenuating circumstances right there. <laughs> yep. Look, if yeah, this guy wanted to shit his pants because he didn't want to stop playing backyard football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean who's who, did he not who's tackling ass? him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tackling yeah. him after that. Maybe yeah. it was a strategy. It probably worked. I mean, I don't know. But uh, to complete the introduction, Strong Stem, back on the Tuesday show. Love having you here. How are you, sir? Listen, no more Strong Stem. It's Quattro Cabo. Quattro Cabo. Wow. Wow. Love it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, Quattro like, Cabo. Like I said earlier, the best, your best days are behind you. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Five shots fired, all right? Oh. <laughs> Keep it kosher, guys, all right? Jesus. My so fucking long. back hurts as he says that. Oh, man. Well, I mean, we're all old, so that's just, just going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So here's how it's going to go, guys. I have several questions. So we've talked about it before on the show and on mm-hmm. the Weekend Pop-In, available on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives mm-hmm. Podcast. We've talked about the neighborhood known as N-Dub, a.k.a. North Wales, a.k.a. North Willie, a.k.a. North Kakalaki, a.k.a. Dubtown, a.k.a. This is where the dubs fly, uh, you know, N-Dub. So... They're really excited. We had, you know, we had mentioned this on a couple episodes before on Brandon's and on yours, Steve, your original Tuesday episodes that we wanted to do an end of round table and kind of just like, you know, let's hear it. Let's hear it out. Let's have some stories, see some perspectives and, and get it going. So I wanted to get it started uh, with a, a question, but I do want to go back to. So what was the deal with the kid shitting his pants? Uh, Brandon, would you care to elaborate? <laughs> All right, I don't know what else there is to say. He's just That's one of those it. kids. <laughs> it. Did, did Every he time not... he walked around, he always smelled like shit. <laughs> he... <laughs> always. I just always wondered what happened to well, him if it stopped. Like I... The crazy part is, too, and he's talking about the where he's playing football, that what he said field next to Brandon's house yeah. was not originally a field. It was a house that burned to the fucking ground in front of all of us. <laughs> Watching goddamn firefighters run in and pull 15 cats out of this crib when we were in like second and third grade. It was nuts. Full blown fire, Matt. I mean, huge next, right next to Brandon's. And that football field was full of cinder. That football field was the most lethal football field there was in North Wales. Like it had cinder blocks like around the outside because like Mm. the house had just burnt down. It was terrible. They they never cleaned it all up. Like when they cleaned it up, they cleaned most of the stuff out, but you would play football and you cut your knee and go get 15 stitches and they'd be like how'd you do that and you'd be like i hit my knee on a cinder block in the field 
Uh, yep. But that was a tip, that was a typical thing. That's how you grew up. <laughs> My dad would just come outside and put tape on it and move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, "What are you crying, you pussy? What is what's wrong with you?" <laughs> nice. So, all right. So, man, that uh. So real quick though, crazy. That kid still lives in North Wales. He does. Stop he married, it. He married somebody. All of us know too. Yo, if you want to say the name, I'll cut it. Yeah, y- y'all know. Yeah, wait, man. no, yeah, I don't think sounds I familiar. Do. She used to live, she used to live down on Elm Ave, right down the street from Henderson. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who she is. Yeah, oh, right. all them Elm people him. were dirty. Yo, for some reason, <laughs> Elm Street seemed dirty to me. <laughs> all like of Elm Street was grimy, yo. Yeah, and, and so, so, and so we can be Elm. clear, Matt. So we can be clear, all of us are from a certain side in North Wales, right? Sure. So North Wales yeah. cut in half. Okay. And we don't we don't uh, intermingle with the other side, you know? What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the border? Main Street. Dumney Town and North Wales Road encompasses okay. the borough up until 10th Street. Like, that's just like one, it's basically one through 10. And then yep. uh, you have North Wales, Montgomery, uh, church and prospect and then that like encompasses a whole 10 by 10 so you're wow. saying side. okay so your guys' side was the north whale or so north wales road sumney town and it was like the the pembroke side right like yeah okay yeah. pembroke yeah. ended it and then, and then the, town and then the shitty bar side like uh end up pub or mike's that's the that's the dirty side that's why mike's is on that side Oh shit, <laughs> man! I always thought that was Fuck nice. Fuck you, shit, dude. Mike. I hope she. I hope she watches this one time. She knows who I'm talking to. Fuck you, shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck. You had a girlfriend. We there, what? A weekend ago, and she immediately kicked you and we. We walked in there. Me and Pete, Thomas out. Ready? Right? So and this, Thomas. Last weekend, we I, a couple weekends ago, I scooped Thomas from a wedding. Walk in with him. Thomas has a beer in his hand. She immediately looks at me and says, Steve, Tommy has to go. She's all mad, right? Now, mind you, this girl is a cousin of somebody we know. She's pretty cute. But when I say has the shittiest teeth on earth, I mean, she's got like some black joints up around the top. The shit is a mess, right? So she, uh, she, and she's not bad looking, especially if she has a mask on. She was one of them broads that when she had the oh. mask on, got body, cute mm. eyes, nice mm. hair. You'd be mm. all fucked up when she takes that mask off and hits you with yeah. that smile, right? Yeah. So anyway. Shit too says to me, Tommy's got to go. He's an asshole. I said, I know. I'm throwing Tommy under the bus. I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm fine. I'll take care of him. We'll get him out of here. And she's yeah. like, no, shithead. You have to go too. Last time you were in here, you guys got wasted. And he kept taking a shirt up and you pushed the bouncer on the way out. I was like, well, fuck you, shit tooth. Fuck so, hey, shit. Did shit tooth marry shit pants? No. I have no idea. She says she has a husband, but Thomas seen her on the bender. <laughs> oh my god all right well man fun fun stuff you, wait so then what streets did you guys all live on eric what street did you live on east montgomery avenue okay so you're on montgomery yeah. and then yeah. steve what were you on so remember i'm in between fifth and sixth but where eric is on montgomery ave i could throw a rock and hit his house and then brandon's one block over so we're oh, all within like a fucking baseball throw so yeah. like Eric, your 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 house was the dead end for the one street, right? Didn't it dead end like right at your house or like kind of near it or no? No, nah, he was in between Fifth and Sixth Street on Montgomery Ave. It ran like yeah, the okay. whole strip, but All no, right. his bar- Montgomery ran the whole strip. 
So okay. like it was like you know like fifth ran vertically and then Montgomery ran horizontally. So he was oh. in between fifth and fourth. Oh, all right. And nice. then Brandon was on. No, fourth, no, I was on six, third. You fucking idiot. It's six, whatever. <laughs> so we got the extreme. Racquetball court was in third between fourth and fifth. What uh, what uh, where and what street were you on again, Steve? I'm sa- I was technically South Sixth Street. Okay, nice. And then Brandon, you were fourth, right? Or six? Yeah, I was on fourth. Okay, that's what I thought. Nice. And Jada, where were you again? I third. was on third. And then Small World, uh, Bark's actually born in Lansdale and used to be the neighbor of my stepbrother when they lived in Lansdale. And then, yeah, my, right. like, 10 years later, he becomes my stepbrother and Bark ends up living in North Wales. And I, like, yeah. never – I didn't know – they lived there for, like, five years, and I never knew. Who, D-Bill? <clears throat> yeah. Shout out D-Bill, yeah. Terminal Landscaping. Check him out. Big fan. Apparently, uh, uh, we were recording uh, in, on one of the uh, early episodes of – or no, it was on uh, the episode we had with Bill the Barber. We had guest co-host Mike Haddonfield. Mike Hadfield? Haddonfield? I never get it right. Either way, Mickey Bats was the guest host, and he complimented D-Bill saying that the guy's got a low-hanging nine right there, just fucking baby's arm holding an apple, apparently. And I was like, well, good for him, you know? So nice. All <laughs> right. How about, how about you saying that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Brandon. I mean, look. If we want to talk about low hanging fruit, pal, we know we've all been in a locker room with you, buddy. Okay. So I mean, we've all we've also, all been yeah, chill, Marshall. We got enough talk about dicks. All right. We're moving along. I mean, just just to and sum it up, know, too. Matt's I- gonna yell. He's by. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know you guys that well, but if you want to tell anybody to have a, a low hanging nine, feel free. I mean, grandparents, coworkers, whatever, just get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. I won't be mad. Burn uh, for uh, just notice this uh, baseball trophy we got in there. Yeah. I felt a little left out. So I found a, a little league trophy from 1944, little league, 1991. Nice. Um, I think it was my nine year old year. So I just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, that was the last part- trophy you got. I participated as well. <laughs> no, I don't even know why it's here. But uh, my, I mean, I think my, my son found it at my mom's house and was like, oh, can I have this trophy? And I was like, yeah, bro, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a 10 year old baseball trophy. Yeah. Nice. So, OK, very cool. Well, you can keep it there. It looked great. Um, no, right. I was no, I was a terrible baseball player. Oh, oh geez. OK, well, at least you're honest. Alrighty, so here's what I want to do. I got a couple questions. We want to dig deep into the borough of N-Dub, and we're going to be talking about the guys who lived on the right side of the tracks, apparently. Was there, like, a lot of heat with, you know, like, did you guys not like the kids on the other side? Was there, like, a lot? Uh, of- we, it's not that we disliked no. them. They were just fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were, yo. <laughs> One of them had the we dirtiest crime I've ever seen in my whole on life. The west side of the, of the street. What well, one? Say that again. We have really good friends on the west. We have really good friends on the west side of the neighborhood. Yeah, but ninety percent of them were scumbags. Yeah, yeah. What did you say, Jado? <laughs> no, it was just one of the bulls on Elm had the dirty. We had a sleepover in like third grade, yo, and it was the dirtiest crib I ever seen in my whole life, yo. Like to this day, like a bowl of cereal was on the table that had been there for months, yo. Like I literally, like Romeo was there too. And we apparently stayed the night. Like, I blocked it out. Like, I swear to God, in my memory, I went home and, like, didn't stay. He's like, nah, J-Dub, like, we slept there that night. I was like, no, I didn't, you know. Like, I went home. And he's like, no, like, me, you, uh, like, uh, another buddy of ours all stayed there, yo. Yeah, 
roaches, had old cereal. Like, I'm talking like a bowl of cereal sitting on the table for like, like seven months. Oh. It was like powder almost. Like, it was disgusting. I've never seen anything like it. Jesus. And I've hated Elm Street ever since, yo. I don't even drive down there. Yikes. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> okay. All right. I've well, seen dirtier things than a seven-month-old bowl of cereal on the east side. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just saying. Like old but, shit tooth, uh, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got we got kids shitting their pants just to stay in the football game and shit. Yeah, trying <laughs> to build the vibe in North Wales for you. Yeah, yeah, nice. All right, nice. Okay, so let's keep it moving. So I want to start with some questions. So first question, and Brandon, we'll start off with you answering this, and we'll go down the line. But uh, in Lansdale, in the Fourth Street neighborhood of Lansdale, there's a deli called Giuliano's Deli, right? It's still there, but it's not the same owners. And that was like a neighborhood staple, man. Like when people would come in that we didn't know, we were like, dude, you got to go here. They had the best real Italian hoagies. It was awesome. Love the place, right? Big fan. Everyone loved it. Everyone went there all the time. And it was like a cool little neighborhood spot. Is there a spot like that that is in North Wales? If it, it, it could still be there, it could be gone, it could be whatever. But did you guys have a place like that when you were coming up in North Wales? Yeah, Tony's. Like, That's, that right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Everybody, everybody knew everybody from Tony's. Vinny, Josie, Maria, everybody knew everybody. Um, even Mr. Tony, old man Tony, knew everybody, knew all the kids. Um, Quick little story about Tony's to make it show that it was like that family type place. Love it. Me, me growing up, my grandmother was one of those that when she got older, couldn't get around. And Tony's doesn't deliver. But she had been in the area and ordered from Tony's for so long that she literally would call down there and she'd order something from Tony. And old man Tony himself would literally deliver it to my grandmother just because it was one of those family owned type place. And he knew she couldn't come get it. And they what? don't deliver. He just did it because that's that's how North Wales was. Hold on. So... This Tony's, are they one of those places too that has like weird hours where it's like they close early on Sundays and stuff, or is it just like normal? I think they close at like nine o'clock every day. Okay, yeah, so they're just standard. like normal. So, <laughs> yeah. but but they've they've been able to survive this long because they've dude they've been around for like decades, right? No, they've like, been around longer than I've been alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've never delivered. They never delivered at all. No, no. and it's only cash. What? Yep. Cash, cash only. Wow. <laughs> cash Damn. only 10 15 minutes. <laughs> what do they say that when you call it? You go they you call right now they go Tony's it doesn't matter what the fuck you order. Oh. You order a thousand items they go 10 15 minutes and hang the phone up. I'll give you a number now. <laughs> Back in the day when I was a kid they just slammed the phone. 10 yep. 15 minutes. Yep. That's and the worst good. is too Matt if you call if you call there and you catch their old man and you try to put in like a decent complicated order don't think you're hearing a word that or understanding anything he says or what he's putting down. Yeah, hey, baby, what do you want? <laughs> the guy is, you know, he, he was born and raised in Sicily, so his accent is so thick you uh. can't barely hear him. I mean, it is the most authentic Sicilian you can find. Dude, I fucking love that though. That's great. But it was it was that type of place too, though. I can even remember like middle school being at Pembroke and you had early dismissal days and all the Montgomery kids would be like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, we're rolling Tony's. And they would literally walk with us from Pembroke all the way down to Tony's, the little Montgomery kids. Yeah. Be like 50 yeah. kids there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. was going to Tony's. We were all, there's like Wawa, the news agency. There was a yeah. Papa John's across the street, but Tony's didn't skip a beat. But Pembroke would let out early dismissal days. 
everybody would just walk right to Tony's. And it's did, still that way, I think. Did, I remember, I forgot you told me this, but I, I had a buddy of mine. Oh God, I think it might have been, I'll have to cut his name, but I think it might have been Daryl. He said, was there like, he, I think he said he either hung out at Tony's or worked there, but was there like a rivalry between Tony's and Papa John's or like, no, like it Tony? It, no, it was no, no, there was no beef. So I worked at no Papa beef. John's across the street at yeah. all. So I would go and eat at Tony's on my lunch break in my Papa John's <laughs> shirt. And Vinny would be like, are you a fucking asshole? And I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, get out of here with your fucking Papa. I'd be like, dog, like, you won't hire me. I'm not Italian. Give me a fucking slice of pizza. Like, shut oh, up. man. He'd be like, that was fucking assholes. I'm the... Like, yeah, the fucking asshole. Also, so the, there's no better advertising, right, than a guy working in a pizza shop across the street eating at another right. restaurant. Yeah. Like, anybody who walks in is just like, okay, well, now, now I know who has the better stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, dude, that, like, because they have, like, picnic tables and shit out front, and I didn't go there a ton. But I had like a buddy who lived in North Wales and like we would go there sometimes and like, you know, in the summer, it's always packed out there and like people are hanging out and stuff like, you know, on the way back from Parkside, we would stop there right on our bikes. Fucking best thing going. So nice. All right. So you guys would all agree. Tony's is like the place. Is there anything else? Eric, do you think of anything else? No, I mean, Tony's was the spot, but all North Wales other has other than that was like the North Wales pharmacy and, and mainly Wawa. But that Wawa closes at like, I don't know. Nine Yo, o'clock. yeah. What the fuck is with that Wawa? It's the only Wawa in the world that isn't 24 <laughs> hours. And it's the worst yep. parking ever. Yeah. The news agency, there used to be Zelda's Bakery. They used to be right, yeah. not far from Ryan's Beverage. So that was right around the corner from my house. And for Hell years, yeah. we would just roll in there as kids with like change. And it would be like, give us donuts. Old be, like, Greek guy. Yeah. Nice. The old man and the lady. And then um, they went to catering only. And me and my yep. brothers would still walk in there. And he'd be like, I don't do single donut sales anymore. I'd look, I'd look at them with like nine quarters and be like, are you going to take this fucking $1.25 and give me donuts or not? <laughs> nine quarters is $1.25. Oh, head always set you up, too. That guy was the fucking man. So, all right. Uh, I want to start this then. So I know um, it was so in in Julian, like I remember, uh, friend, you know, there'd be younger kids that we would go into Juliana's and I would see them trying to steal stuff. And I would say, no, we don't steal from here. We'll steal from everywhere else. But we don't steal from here. Right. It was like, you know, a protected kind of place. Was the North Wales pharmacy like that or no. not so no, much? No. <laughs> the exact <laughs> opposite. Yeah. All right. So, Eric, go ahead. So, do you have a, a, a story or anything? And oh, don't, if, don't, get, don't incriminate yourself. Stories, but I don't even know if uh, I can share some of the stories that I have about. Don't, yeah, don't incriminate about yourself. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, or, or my friends. Yeah. But North, I mean, the North Wales pharmacy, it was just like, that was just a place you could go to get what you needed. It was a free for Like when we were really young, I mean, we were like elementary school and stuff, but I mean, you pretty much, it was just like, hey, let's take whatever we can get. Stuff yeah. you didn't even need, maybe, you know? <laughs> and then as we got older, and as we got older, I think it progressed into other things that some of us became employees there, you know? Yeah. Like that's a, shout a out, shout story. out Liam. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out hey, to Shout out. Yeah. Hey, no, but, but, I, I want to get Matt, Liam was, on the show. Go ahead, Steve. Matt, there was a place. There was a place, but it got shut down. There used to be right at the train tracks, the news agency, right? And okay. there was an old head there, uh, Clay, who lived in the neighborhood. The guy was the owner of it. So, again, a guy that lives in the neighborhood, knows the neighborhood kids. That was a big thing with uh, Tony's Pizza, too. He had a – there's four kids in the family, and the one that was our age ended up passing away in a car accident. 
but he was uh, like, he grew up with us. So not only were we into that pizzeria, we were going there because our friend's family owned it that grew up with us. Yeah. So we would like, you know, we were like family to them, always hanging out. Same thing with this news agency place that nobody really, I mean, yeah, we took some, a little bit of shit, not like we did from the pharmacy. And then that place got shut down, but that guy, that place was the shit. Pharmacy had bubblegum cigars and they had oh. porn mags, like right on a rack <laughs> the where they pharmacy, kept the, the comic news books. agency. The, yeah, the news agency. That's what I'm talking you about. The news, agency, uh, the news agency had bubblegum cigars and they had porn mags and they used to have DVDs in them. And I would yeah. peel the, pop the top and get the DVD out and hide it in my shirt and then put the porn mag back. And I would steal them <laughs> all the time, you know. Oh, back awesome. in the day. Being 13 and realize you could get porn DVDs for free. It was oh, a wonderful, dude. Lucrative. He just did that shit last week. He's got the porn He's doing it later tonight. Dude. It shut down. The news agency shut down, unfortunately. Oh, but, no, that's uh, a hair salon. They lost, they lost the too much was... money on porn DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> that was their big undertaking. Hell yeah. Dude, that's the fucking best. Nice. All right. Cool. I like that, though, that there's like a, like, I always kind of like enjoy that there was like a neighborhood kind of thing. Like, no, this is our spot. We don't fuck with our spot. We'll go anywhere else and do it, but not here kind of thing. So, and the big thing with Tony's awesome. Pizza, too, the, the yeah. end of St. Rose Alima Fairs. They have those big, like, oh. stand after the St. Rose Fair, you would get, like, 100 kids walk down from St. Rose yeah. to Tony's Pizza and eat there. It was a fucking shit show. Oh, dude. I remember <laughs> going to the St. Rose Fair. That was fun. Go ahead. And the, oddly, uh, we, we had two laundromats that were open 24-7 within, like, a half-mile walking distance. So, like, as a couple times as a kid, like, I would storm out of the house and be like, I'm, I'm not coming home. And they'd be like, where are you going to go? And honestly, I would just go sit in the fucking laundromat because yeah. <laughs> it was open, had a vending machine. Yeah. Nice. What, what were you going to say, I didn't feel a lot, but one thing I could think of is, uh, is Wawa. So that Wawa there, before yeah. they had the little system, like, they don't even really do it anymore. Yeah. But back when we were younger, they would have this thing where it was like, you got to like, I would be able to go up, get what I ordered on the screen or whatever. Yeah. And then they would print out a ticket and I would yeah. go buy something for like a dollar. Yeah. And then just go scoop my chicken sandwich. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like the biggest, that was the biggest hustle that I had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy. And then I came and they stand at the front counter. I'm like, man, we hit them hard. But yeah. I think that, uh, that little technique. You know, yeah. senior week, I remember down there, I'm getting all kinds of sandwiches for free. People are like, I don't got any money. I'm like, watch this. Just fuck <laughs> Yeah, three bucks and got two Snickers and two chicken sandwiches. Nice. Dude, what? that was the move. I used to work at Wawa. And I just tell people, dude, just come on in, pretend you're hitting it, tell me what you want, and fucking walk on out. Because mm-hmm. to be fair, they don't give a oh. shit. But do you yeah. remember that Wawa? When Wawa used to cut the lunch meat, like they would actually cut your lunch yeah. meat back in the day. Like yeah. they had real good before the touchscreen all that shit. Wawa had like good lunch meat. Yeah. And back then, you instead of ordering a hoagie as a cheap ass kid, you could order a single slice of cheese, which was like eight cents, and then you could order three <laughs> slices of turkey, which was like twenty eight cents, and then you would buy a single roll and a mayo <laughs> packet. And I would walk out of that pitch with a hoagie for like a dollar sixty three. Jesus, bro, <laughs> bro, yeah. we broke own when he was eight and he's like yeah. you know learning the laundry that game the single uh-huh. slice of cheese yeah, game. When, yeah when your parents are alcoholics you gotta figure you got time to kill yo you got <laughs> yeah. schemes to figure, you know how much money yeah. i made off penny candy flipping it for five cents oh penny candy was the best i used to love that it was like a fucking like especially at the uh at the pharmacy you know what I mean? They kill it with the penny. They had candy. everything. They had uh sour watermelons, they had purple fish, red fish, tootsie yep. rolls. Yeah. 
Pharmacy nice. had an idea. That was great. Yeah. Nice. The other big, so Matt, the other big, uh, the other, real quick, the other big uh, spot behind that, um, that laundry mat. There was like a couple of these things, and it was kind of a thing in North Wales when we were kids with like the, probably you two, the BMX bikes, right? Right. Yeah. So we had a couple like BMX bike full born tracks with jumps and shit behind the laundry mat. Yeah. That was like in the woods. Yeah. Now, when I tell you, more kids got fucked up in those woods on those tracks. <laughs> those jumps back in the day were bad news. They, they, the, the like county came in and plowed them all because of how aggressive they were. They were taking barrels and like stacking them up like eight high and then covering them in the Coca Cola jumps. The Coca Cola jumps. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. They came and plowed all of them one day. They like went around all of like Lower Gwen and North Wales area and just plowed all. I remember we went to the Coca Cola jumps and I was like, oh man, I don't know if I got the balls to do this. Dog, I was a little brother. Remember this, this. right? (laughs) I went there with my older brother and his friends and they were like, you know, I always wanted to get their approval. He was almost five years older than me. I was like fucking nine at the time. They were like 14. They're like, come on, you can do it. Go off first. You'll be fine. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll probably be okay. I could do this. (laughs) I go flying off of it and absolutely eat shit, like flipping (laughs) to the woods, fuck my arm up face all bloody <laughs> gotta drag me back to my mom's ready to kill him yeah the coca-cola jumps are where they film the scene in et where he's flying where he takes off they just had him go <laughs> back and then they shot <laughs> yo you're not wrong there for sure uh so burn um so burn so i like when i feel like every neighborhood had a name for like the woods that you played in uh in our neighborhood it was a very creative name we called it no outlet right so if you're going to say you're going to go to no outlet. You're going to the woods. Right. I guess you guys, you guys just had a bunch, right? Like it was like the behind the, the laundromat and cocoa, Coca-Cola and all that, whatever. No, nah, we went to like the, the, the Pembroke woods. Pembroke okay. woods. The spot. The it's spot. The spot. We call it the spot. Yeah. Nice. Yep. And then we had in between the cribs too. Which I, I, I've been between in between the cribs. Devils, devil's, devil's Creek. Devils. Yeah. Devils was like the woods was with, with the Hicken. So uh, Burn grew up in 44, and they had the best name for the woods ever. Big fan of it. Burn, care to share? Yeah, we called it Hobo Jungle. It was like a block up from the Little League field, and my town was separated from another town by railroad tracks. And so on these railroad tracks on either side, you had like a quarter of a block worth of just, you know, trees and garbage. So we made a bunch of jumps. Well, not we, but like the town made a bunch of jumps in Hobo, Hobo Jungle. The problem was they filled them up with mattresses, right? It was like, cool. Like we're jumping four mattresses. We're jumping five mattresses. Well, in two years out in the elements, a bunch of mattresses turned into a bunch of fucking rusty wires yeah. in a pit because yeah. all that cloth goes away. And now it's now oh. it's just a rusty uh, tetanus pit. Yeah. But yeah. Hobo Jungle. That's that's where you that's where you. Um, that's where you. That's where you smoke cigarettes. You know. That's where you jumped. That's where you jumped your bike. That's Touch where you tried boob. to get. You know. Yeah. Second base in it up. That yeah. was Hobo Jungle was there. Hang out with some shit tooths back there. Real nice. But uh, didn't. So speaking of injuries on bicycles, Burn. I've heard a story. Uh, do oh, you know? Boy. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. There's only one, man. There's only yeah. one. Uh, former guest of the show, friend of the show, Nick Gill, told a horrendous story. That is real, literally the nightmare of every kid. It is every kid's nightmare. But burn, please, please oh, do man. share. Uh, bike jumps, hobo jungle. This kid hit uh, hit the jump seat, comes off, lands the jump on the pole, ruptures his scrotum, and then has to ride his bike home 
with one hand while holding his nuts together with the other hand. And as you can imagine, all of his friends and everyone there was very sensitive about it. And uh, no, and did not call him one nut for the rest of his life uh, <laughs> to this day. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He lost uh, him on the from, deal. from from what I was told, someone nailed the testicle to a tree eventually. Maybe, but the point is just that the image of him having to ride, then going to ride home and be like, I guess I'll show my mom what happened. Like, I'm, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm like 15, I'm maybe 17. I don't know. I'm old enough that I should have known better. I, uh, there's like a pair of like hair trimming scissors in the cabinet. And so I start uh-huh. trimming my pews in the shower, yo. Sure. With sure. scissors. We've all done and it. And I, I trim the the my pelvic region goes over very easily. I'm trimming right. like my long like nut hairs, yo. So I'm like grabbing right. them and trimming. Sure. I knit my nutsack. Oh uh, <laughs> like asshole. a little bit of blood, but like I immediately drop the scissors and like grab my ball. So like I don't know if like I'm gonna let go and a ball is just gonna like drop down. Yeah. Or like out. and I have to get out of the shower and be like, hey mom, take me to the hospital. One of my testicles isn't in my ball sack anymore. Or like I, I, I did nothing to it. Like I just barely nipped it. But like in that moment of standing <laughs> that moment. There, in my shame, nude in the shower, holding my balls, like I might have to literally walk out of here. You're like, these just mom. dropped. I don't know. You know, yeah. So man, that's pretty brutal. Okay, so <laughs> let's keep it moving. Um, okay. Okay. Uh okay. Here, okay. I have two questions we can do. I'll do this one first. So uh, we'll start with Brandon again. Brandon, in your opinion, and I guess we'll have to cut their fucking names, but unless you get, yeah. well, unless you can come up with a nickname, yeah, let the names rock out. Well, this this is actually something they could probably keep because it's complimentary. So, in your opinion, Brandon, who was the hottest chick growing up in End of? And the reason I ask this, and I'll fucking scream this from the fucking rooftops. In the Forest Street neighborhood of Lansdale, the hottest chick, there was a family, the Riccardis, right? Laura Riccardi? Well, it, there was three of them, right? There was Natelle. There, there was Natelle, that was the oldest. Yeah. Then there was Renee, yeah. that was the middle. And oh, I'm then, sorry, Renee. Renee was my grade. Dude, and then Lauren was the youngest. And dude, Renee Riccardi is still probably she's still probably the hottest chick in the fucking I'd world agree. she was yeah, she's ridiculous. She, renee's she, ridiculous she we had was nothing like that is, in North Wales. oh she yeah. was they lived down the street from me like my whole life and it was i didn't know that yeah they lived like three houses or two houses down yeah renee yeah. was my grade i tried to hit on her five thousand times uh, and every time she read no, oh fuck fuck you for saying it. that about renee ricardi you mother that's not the girl i'm thinking of all right yeah you there was a redhead of renee from lane Renee no. tried. Renee denied me Dude, a thousand were, times because she oh, dated guys who were fifteen years older than her. She, she used to date this like the, you know how every neighborhood has a neighborhood legend of like the toughest dude. There's this guy named John Curley yeah, yeah. who was like an, a land sale neighborhood legend who was like this fucking tough guy who was fucking Marines and all blah, blah, blah and like he was like winning Marine contests when we were like fifteen supposedly, which is probably all bullshit. But he got to date Renee Riccardi. And uh, well, he's probably the luckiest man alive because she's fucking dude. Like she's got that like olive Italian skin, dark oh, hair, just fucking. Her body thug. Was oh, stupid. Oh, just forget about it. Forget about stupid. it. Yeah, yeah so, I love her. I love you. No, there was nothing like that in Northwest at all. <laughs> well, well, then, <laughs> then this nothing one. like Renee Riccardi. Nothing right, like well, Renee Riccardi. Well, uh, okay, so go ahead, Brandon. In your opinion, who was the hottest chick coming up in end of? Man. I- 
I, I can't even put a name on one, to be honest. There was, <laughs> yeah. It's really like that. It is. It, that's, really? like a, that's a good answer. There's really nothing. It was like a, yeah. a bunch of fives and sixes amongst everybody that you just thought were a 10 because they were the only fives yeah. and sixes around. Yeah. The yep. old T and the A principle. 40 dudes and 10 chicks. That's probably oh. why we were so good at sports. We didn't really have a lot of distractions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, Yo, I never thought of that. <laughs> Damn, it was like, that bad. They couple that had their moments, but like full session, uh, like nothing. It's like, uh, oh man, we'll just, dude, just play football today, you know, dude. <laughs> what? It, what? <laughs> like it was, I had a, like when he, I, when he said when he said it was dry. Oh, really? Uh, you know, uh, when yeah. I was that's it, why, that's I was why really, we always laughed that there were so many dudes in North Wales and not really any girls. Damn. Yeah, there there really wasn't because like when I was real young, like I had that hot ass <laughs> Spanish neighbor. With Steve, you talked about her. Yeah. Tasha. I used to have her. I, her. I used to have a, such a crush on Zeblin's older sister, yo. But, like, I was, like, real young. <laughs> and then I used to hate you, Cabot, when I was real kid. Because you used to date Carla Honeywell. And I used to have such a – I was, like, 10. And I had, like, such a crush on her. And you used to date her. Oh, yeah. and I was like, I hate that boy, yo. I hate Dude, you. Look, can, we, can we all talk about right now about Cabot's resume? Because it still astounds me. And Brandon, you too, my man. Uh, yeah. You know, before before you type that's him a, out. I just, I remember being young. And fuck just, him out. Yeah. That's a God-loving married man over there. And, uh, <laughs> right? That's a single woman in his yeah. life, but his wife. Yeah, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> you better chill with all this nonsense. All right, well, Steve can say it because... Yeah. One little story. And I was talking with my dad about it a little while ago, Steve. Last time he was down. Shout out your Do dad. Do you remember Great when dude. you... <laughs> you remember when the principal called our parents and we both had to leave school early in like fifth and sixth grade because I broke up with Sarah Parati and you wanted to fight me after school? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, what? Awesome. Where at the at Dog funny. Park? Were you like, give me a fucking dog, at dog park? At Dog Park. Yeah. Elementary. Wait, uh, so oh, wait. Yeah. That there makes was rivalry back in the day for, you know, for no reason. Well, what, we Eric? Six around, so what are you going to do? Eric, what did you say? I said I would love to. I, I wish they had ring doorbells in 1993. I just watched Steve and Little Brandon square up. <laughs> uh, there was there was so much going on back then too. With so many uh, different, it was fucking wild. Like uh, yeah. I remember times. Uh, there was one time in elementary school. I forget why, but I wanted to. Uh, me and Kevin were supposed to fight. Eric's brother and and I got uh, in trouble. Couldn't go out to recess. And Kevin showed up to the room that I was in detention, and it was like. Pussy, you did that on purpose. And I was like, uh, fuck you, yo. And the teacher's yelling and shit, trying to stop it. It's hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck kind of juvie were you guys in that you're just fucking you know walking what? around? Dude, there's no chicks. They just, there's no chicks. True. All this makes true. perfect sense. Yeah, it true. is juvie. Man, we that, I mean. Wales, we used to fight a lot of people. Yeah, but we, yeah. we fought each other more than we fought other people. Yeah. Ah. There was I, a lot of competition in North Wales. I mean, we had some manhunt. So we used to play wait, manhunt yo. games at North Wales Elementary. And you had, like, insanely athletic kids just running around playing manhunt. But it wasn't like, oh, we're just going to tag your it. It was like we took this tackle shit that so pussy. serious. <laughs> we took this shit so serious. I mean, you would think that we were literally playing for our lives. <laughs> and we had all kinds of talent. I mean, it was like me, Steve, Brandon, yeah. Victor Jakes, Danny Jakes, Matt Henderson, so uh, my brother, Kevin. Um, so fast. These manhunt games weren't no like 10, 20 people. These were like 100 people from North Wales manhunt games. Oh, for uh, real. 
there was a ton of people. We would, get, we would get really big games. And then even our, like some of our games, like in, the, uh, in what's known as the dog part, which is across from North Rails Elementary, like some of those games were just insanely Dude, competitive. In those games, remember, we would take those green walnut things or whatever that smell and we would just Rifle throw them at each other. Yeah. We would just yeah. throw them at each other for hours, yo. They you would know the things so he's talking bad. about, Matt? Yeah. Like bigger than a golf ball. They're the green yeah. walnut that, that kind of smell like a lime smell when you hold yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Dude, about. Dude, we would just gun them at each Rifle other them. for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Was there, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. I That's mean, just the neighborhood, remember, man. Yeah. Remember, I yeah. like hanging out with the guys. Like, yeah. Bo could part. throw them things like 90 miles an hour. Yeah. They'd be whistling past your head. You'd be like, yo, one of us is going to die today. Yeah. And remember, I our played least 100 squirrels. Our element was a dope one. We got the original. It was the high school and like uh, the original high school in 1908 or whatever. So our our elementary oh. school, when we were in there, had lockers that we didn't use. They had like science labs that were some of the classroom. When you were in like fourth or third or fourth grade, you had like the science lab room because you know fucking 50 years ago that was a high school. Yeah, damn. He was dude. talking about hunting squirrels. I seen uh, one of the oh, Trump bars was crazy. Yo, I seen one of the Trump Towers kill a squirrel one time with a TDJ, like murder it. And I was, I was so with a, with a TBJ. Mark's got a better a one. TDJ, the smaller like footballs. <clears throat> oh, 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 okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like uh, shattered. Yeah. Jesus. Would you get one with a Snapple bottle or some shit, Bark? What? I've killed a squirrel with I've killed a squirrel with pretty much anything you could you could throw. A paper clip. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I've killed I've killed squirrels with the green walnut. I've, I've had kills with that. I've had uh, kills, kills. I've had kills, multiple kills. I mean, no, this, is, this, is, this was a real thing that occurred in our neighborhood. I mean, yeah. it, it was unusual to see maybe three or four, 10 to 12, at times 16 year olds in the dog park with the green walnuts just chasing down squirrels trying to kill. <laughs> What the? Oh, and this, I mean, this, yeah. like this a, is a really this is what happened. This is really what happened. This is stuff that really occurred in North Wellsboro. Like, sure. Eric would come to my house, knock on the door, and my dad would be there, and he'd be like, "Is Brandon home?" He'd be like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" He's like, "We're going to the park, kill squirrels with walnuts." And he'd be like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. go get him, son." Your, dad, yeah, your dad's like, "Good, just get one of these thirty kids out of my house real quick." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, squirrel hunting, man. That was the thing. That was Damn. a big thing. Damn. Yeah, speaking of speaking of uh speaking of the Brandon experience, when you walked into his house, his dad was such a fucking hard ass dude. You know, <laughs> shout out to his pops. You'd walk in there going down into the basement, like you said, there's 42 of them in this little house. Mm. You walk into the all boys too, a thousand boys. Yeah. So you walk down into the basement and there's just a straight up military style in the trenches uh weight room set up and only the strong survive in this weight room yeah like this ain't no pussy shit oh God, every time i walked down there i was like oh shit here we go he's gonna make us do all types of shit dude i remember liam telling me like when he when like you guys would have sleep over at brandon's you know brandon's dad yeah nobody nobody liked to sleep it didn't matter if we were like eight or we were 18. If I had yep. people over my downstairs, I'm fucking somebody up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were, yeah. were going to get picked off. off. Like, I would see Liam and Trav, and like, they'd sit over in the corner and pushing somebody else out there, and like, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. that's the best. Yeah, fucking, your dad was awesome. Good dude. So, yeah, nice. All right. So, let's keep it moving then. So, I will say this in, in answer to the question, uh, who's the hottest chicken end up? 
this would explain a lot because there's a certain reputation that has been given to some of the, the women of North Wales is that um, they're who is every damn one of them. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Respect. <laughs> Good nice. for them. Yeah. Hey, hey, That's dude. North Wales, though, because if you think about it, you asked us who's the hottest girl in North Wales. And we started talking about killing squirrels, playing <laughs> music, <laughs> and burning his dad in the basement. Nice. That's great, though. Hey, I mean, <laughs> you know, I kept you healthy. So. Uh, it's been brought up on this show before. I mean, well, I guess, you know, that would help, you know, probably help out as well with uh, you guys are the best uh, dodgeball players. I was told oh. born, born, yeah. bred dodgeballers. Very nice. So that's what we do. Nice. All right. So let's keep it moving. So, so Eric, uh, what is something that was in North Wales when you were young that is not there anymore that you would want back? But, and if yes, how would you upgrade it? Oh man, something right. that was there is no longer there. Yeah, that was there yeah. when you were young. That isn't there anymore. And if it was back, and if you know, if you could think of something, would you keep it the same or would you upgrade it? Well, there was things like the news agency. I mean, that was a classic. Mm. We talked about that brief, briefly, but the news yeah. agency was cool. You could go there and buy fishing bait. You get the newspaper. Apparently, Justin was stealing a porn or something. <laughs> the porn of and, uh, DVDs. I think they sold much. I think they had like stale tasty cakes and stuff. But um, they had the the playground was kind of cool. They had like a lot like the old wood cabin. And I remember yeah. the, oh, hell yeah. the roof of the cabin. I felt like I was like breaking the you know breaking the law or something. Like I'm on the roof, you know. Where, but that was cool. They had the cheese. And the, and the cheese. Big slide, remember mm. the big slide? Mm. Where, where was is this Parkside? No, 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 no. North Wales Elementary had like mm-hmm. a, a large slide. Uh, I don't know how tall it was, but it was, it was, it was gigantic. Oh, wait, to, the big, really the big metal slide? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that thing. It was that like a thing fi- fucks so many kids up. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> the chaos that slide caused. The, the log cabin, Barg's talking about, so many kids fell off the top of that. It was literally, like, if you could imagine Lincoln Logs, <laughs> but like a, like a six-foot little mini Lincoln cabin. So, like, you yeah. could crawl inside of it, and you could hide on top of it. And then there was a big cheese, and a, I swear to God, a 15-foot metal, hot-as-fuck slide. And, what? like, kids fall off the top of it. So, I was there one time, Matt, right? And uh, there's this legendary guy from our neighborhood, Romero, right? He was a really tough guy from Elm Street, Vova. Yeah. Yeah. Romero was like two years older than uh, uh, me and uh, three years older than most of us, Vova. He was, uh, there was another guy in my grade, Calvin Fly. A lot of us knew the Fly brothers, right? More dirty bulls from the other side. Anyway, so <laughs> they, uh, he were standing on top of this slide one time and Romero was like, Chris, you have to jump off this. And Chris said, I'm not doing it. And he said, you're going to do it. Or I'm going to throw you off of it. So Chris t- jumped off the side. And the second he hit the fucking blacktop, instant impact, snapped his leg right in half, fell to the side, screaming, crying, middle of recess, just snapped his shit because Romero made him jump off it for no reason. Bro, what the fuck? So wait, this, this. <laughs> and then slide. people used to slide off at 100 miles an hour and then go up in the air and do the wrestling thing where once your once your hips get above like your your pelvis or above your chest they put their hands back like this and when they do that they land and snap their fucking elbow or their shoulder so many kids because you would come off that thing hot what the fuck it was just a pure 15 foot (laughs) drop yo it was the most lethal thing that ever existed 
Yeah, they uh. ended up knocking that out real quick as uh, the times grew. <laughs> And lawsuits, probably. What, what is uh, you said? You mentioned a cheese. What is the cheese? <laughs> it's this it's weird. Cheese, like imagine like um, a yeah, like imagine like a, a modern art exhibit of a block of uh-huh. cheese, like warped in a shape in which it has like four legs, but like it's kind of a teepee and it has holes in it, and you can climb underneath. It's the big cheese, you know. Like you had to, yeah. it to understand it. <laughs> Yeah, it the was one of the All right. If you used to play Wong, yeah. but like yeah. it was cool to us. Like, yeah. the big cheese and Wong was very useful. Well, Eric, what were you saying? It was hard. The, the cheese was the dumbest thing ever. But I mean, <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> we were really close, so we could jump from the cabin to the cheese when we played a game called Womp, which love Womp. Love Womp. Understands what Womp is. But, love yeah. Womp. Love Womp, dude. Womp's the, the wall, game. Wall, wall, and the fence. They had the fence over there too, but. Would, yeah, yeah, the and then the, the big thing with us with the wall ball in North Wales Elementary, there was like a spot where in there the was corner. it was like a it was a it was a cut right. So you had a wall in front of you that was like uh, I don't know twenty feet high, maybe twenty five feet high, and on both left and right for about ten feet back were walls that were the same height. So when yeah. you played, it was like a triple effect, and if you got caught in that like you know that area, it was a fucking zoo. But the move, the veteran move that the older kids used to do to me, and then mm-hmm. of course I did the people on the way down. It was when you fucked up and you got Suey, right? Uh, so Suey, you fuck up, you're out. You got to walk up to the wall, hold the jaw, and they get the, like three people get to peg you with the ball or however many yeah, bucks, right? Yeah. So the old heads in the fucking neighborhood used to slide racquetballs in their pockets when you weren't looking. Yeah. And you could throw a racquetball way harder than a tennis ball. So you'd be on the wall like a dickhead getting ready, you know, bracing yourself mentally for this tennis ball. Yeah. And then I get lit the fuck up with feels like a goddamn <laughs> golf ball off my back. You, like drop to your knees like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Oh, this shit was brutal. Yeah, you guys Yo, are they fun. blocked that spot off. Yeah. I know. Oh. Fucking yep. nonsense. Remember, the, so that remember, to remember that there used to be to tornadoes back. in it? Like the way the mm-hmm. wind would whip in there, there'd always be yes. like little the leaves. Yes. tornadoes the in tornadoes. there. Tornadoes. The that was sick. I remember Great getting wrestling. on the roof during manhunt up there and t- finding like a hundred different tennis balls, yeah. racquetballs. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, I yo I we used to sneak up there when I and same thing. Like I found like three footballs, a basketball, and Big like ball. nine. I remember coming home like so hype. I was like, I have so many sports activity balls <laughs> just from sneaking on the roof of the, my elementary school. Right? Nice. I have a North so elementary school roof story. So we were playing manhunt one time, and it was me. My older brother Kevin and Victor Jake. So we're all yeah. fancy shit. Another four no street reason for us to try to hide. Like we didn't need to. But they were like, we're gonna go up on the roof of North Wales Elementary. So we're up there. And then a car comes into the parking lot over by that upper tennis, that upper tennis court. Yeah. So all of a sudden I just see Kevin and Victor without even thinking, just run and jump off the roof. And I'm like, yeah. what? I'm like, I'm like, yo, what are they doing? And I see them coast. And then just go across the field. I'm like, oh my god! All right, I guess it's cool. So I run and jump. I don't see that there's they they put that pavement, that little walkway, the black pavement. Oh no! What are you talking about? And I clipped my Achilles on the back of that. And I remember oh. I went down with a sniper got me in midair. I was like, <laughs> injury. I was like, yeah, this is so stupid. I was like, I'm never climbing anything again. I'm so fast. I don't need to do this. I don't need to like no. hide, be all crazy. Like I'm just out running. It's a horrible experience, dude. But, Sounds yeah. sounds fucking like it. Damn. It, no, yeah. North Wales was a gigantic building, but they added mods to like the yeah. side. That's what we like You always got easily climb up on the mods. Yeah. Oh, like the trailer the gimmicks. 
Yeah, there's yeah, trails yep. you can easily okay. climb up on those, and then from yeah. there you could get on top of this large the main building. building. Uh-huh. Yeah, a chimney, yep. and the chimney mm-hmm. has those old school ladders. So iron could, boys. Yeah, you could old school climb up the irons to the top of the chimney, which is like I don't know when you're a kid, like fucking eighty feet in the air. Ever up? Yeah. And like <laughs> you could see like all of North Wales for that moment because that's all it led to was the top of the chimney. Then you'd iron bar back down. You'd like sneak around. You know that shit was so much. So we we. We went up there one time and went to climb up that ladder thing, and it was at night playing fucking um, uh, manhunt, right? Yeah. We got to get down because we wanted to see where people were. Uh, another guy from our neighborhood, uh, Chaz, was underneath me, right? And Chaz is going down fast, and he looks, and the way the moon was hitting, and there was water on top of that, like, uh, black top uh, ceiling, whatever the fuck yeah. it is, tar ceiling, whatever. It made a reflection that he thought he was at the bottom. You ever make that mistake on, like, a ladder at night before? <laughs> so yeah. he thought it was, like, just one step left, so he went to, like, hop off a little bit. Motherfucker was like six steps up, but it made it look the illusion of the puddle made it look like he was right where he needed to be. And he went at least six feet straight to his back, knocked the fucking wind out of him, heard him thump off the floor, the whole. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus. Stay off the roof. Stay off the North Wales on. Yeah, yeah. Watch out. It's dangerous. (laughs) Not worth it. (laughs) So nice. All right. Cool. Well. Okay. Well, what about Justin? Say, uh, what about you? Is there something that was there when you were young that isn't there anymore that, that you that donut shop I was talking about Zenas. Zeldas? Yeah. Zeldas or Zenas? I can't Zen- get it down. Zenas. 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 Yeah. Like a warrior place. princess. Yeah. Nice. Ryan's beverage is still there. Tony's is still there. So most places I loved are there, but yeah. That bakery shop is awesome. You too, Brandon. Us a many a morning. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Justin. You know what? Or go ahead. Most Brandon. of the stuff North Wales is most of the stuff in North Wales is all still there. I think I got the biggest one. thing that, yeah. that everybody knew was the spot. Mm. And the spot was one of those, it didn't matter really how old you were because you always found out about it and you always knew. And that was just the it didn't matter what you were doing. I can remember growing up and literally pouring mom's alcohol in nine different Gatorade bottles and going up there and all of us drinking it and rolling to the mall at 14, oh. 15, 16. Like that was oh my thing. god. This. But you get to the spot, and you'd see other kids from North Wales at the spot. Like y'all, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, y'all would get to the spot, and there'd be 10, 15, 20 other kids there. It's, so yeah. the, the spot was the woods in between Pembroke and the neighborhood? And the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We had couches and shits there. Yeah, Dude. that's the thing. People started adding stuff to it. Like, it started getting, like, we, as, like, I don't think the group that I, like, in between the fences ever like in between the, in between the added cribs anything to it in the yeah. Yeah. but people started adding like couches back there like it became like a universal thing chuck Is- neilman and sean dead who was on this this podcast before yeah. actually were the ones that pushed the couch up there yeah and then oh, eventually they did? They and then i was there when they i, I was there when they burned it to the ground yes hold on, hold on. i watched it wait 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 say, say that again eric wait there someone set fire to it yeah Chuck Neilman and Sean Day, I think, pushed it all the like I don't even know where they got it from. Probably like Fourth Street, Fifty. I don't know. They just found a couch in the neighborhood. Probably stole from someone's house. Just it up to the top of Fifth Street, all the way down into these woods, and then yeah. eventually one of them, I think, set it on fire. It almost burned the woods down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cavett, uh, didn't you say one time you saw Shats hunting in those woods? Or is that was it yeah? He's a, a yeah. He's the, no. He's he was absolutely not joking when he said it to me. I said. I, I was terrified when he said that I went because there's a shitload of little deer back there. And I was like, Shets, uh, like kids chill back there. A ton of them. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I'm not shooting at them. I was like, oh, my God, you, you can't you can't hunt back there, bro. You can't. 
can't hump back they're there. only like 80 feet wide like the woods yeah. are like, hey, it's so small field, and then it's like woods for maybe 80 feet and it's like all house like people's backyard yeah did you yeah, we used to run through we used to run through mike and chris amato's backyard and yeah, get up to the spot yeah the shortcut so wait so they're uh go ahead steve no, no, no. So when they're when they're talking about the spot, I was gonna go. So there's one last spot that they would all fucking agree with too. Uh, it's it, it was there for a while. The, the building's been there since the 1800s. But uh, McKeever's, right? And you say you can make it different or better. So yeah. that old building, it's right by the North Wales train station. It used to be yeah. the North Wales Hotel. Yeah. And in the I forget when it was the uh, centennial of uh, what 1876 when they yeah. had the centennial big uh, hundred year parade in America it was in Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, the emperor of Brazil and all these like famous people stayed at this hotel in North Wales, it was the North Wales Hotel. It oh, touches shit. the train tracks that would lead in. Right. So it's a national historic landmark and it had this little shitty bar that was uh, the guys were from Fairmount in Philadelphia. But they they opened this little bar out to here, too. And uh, it had good food and stuff, but it was literally only the bottom floor. But this building used to be a hotel. So it's this massive 1875, like Victorian hotel looking thing. That it's now totally when they shut down up. the Kievers, it's yeah, it's been rotting away because it costs too much to fix and like nobody Damn. wants to really take a shot at it. But that would be sick if they made that into something like, you know, even if they yeah. redid it into apartments or like a cool bar. I don't fucking know. But I mean, yeah, it's just sitting there rotting away, you know, and end up is a right definite now. tourist mm-hmm. attraction, you know, so I oh, mean, like high right. tourist. You can see spot. the train station. Mm hmm. <laughs> They should. I mean, that would be. I mean, I remember going back to Pete used to live by there for a little bit, and he and him would go yeah. and hang out at McKeever's every once in a while. It was a nice little spot. Yeah, they had great burgers. Yeah, they had great burgers. Yeah, they did have good food, if I remember correctly. He said mm-hmm. Pete. Pete was in love with it because he was like, "Yeah, they got a mac and cheese menu. You get all different types of mac and cheese." I was like, "Hell yeah, love you, party boy!" Shout out, one love to the party boy. We miss you. We love you. All right, so wherever you are, wherever you are, party boy. <laughs> So, okay, let's keep it going. Did anyone else have one or was that the last one? Nice. So we had, or was that it? Anyone else? Cool. So we had the cabin, the cheese, the, the, the bakery, and the spot, right? Those are the places. And McKeever's. And McKeever's. Good shout. Nice. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next question. Brandon, I want to get back to you with this. So what is, what was your favorite thing about growing up in North Wales? And uh, the only thing I'll say, honestly, is there because there's too many things to try and think about and talk about. Um, But to be on a sentimental page. All of us grew up so close together, like I said, we used to fight each other all the time. But the one thing about North Wales was that it didn't matter how old you were, how young you were, who you knew, who was brothers with who, whatever. If anything in North Wales ever went down, we always hooked up with each other. Yeah. So it was always one of those, if there was any type of fight or anything going down, we always had each other's back. It didn't matter. You could be like, yo, so-and-so from North Wales is fighting. You'd be like, who's that? And you'd be like, oh, so-and-so's brother's friend. And you'd be like, okay, got it. He's from North Wales. I'm down. Let's roll. Yeah. It was, it always, we all stayed like, close. I, I feel like in high school, like, there was, like, it seemed like every other weekend or whatever, or every other week, there was something going down at the dog park. You know what I mean? Where it was like an out of North Wales guy would go to North Wales, you know, God, who is the one that your brother, your brother, Eric, he fought this one kid and then another guy ended up punching him, your brother in the head yeah. during Brian the fight. Sucker punched him. Yeah. And then the cops came yeah. and, you know, everyone went wherever, but yeah. But yeah. had like a concussion, concussion. 
From I think it was like the, that same day or something. And I remember Kevin being like, man, my head is so messed up. And then rushing for like, I don't know, four touchdowns. And like, yeah, yeah. Know. Doing Kevin <laughs> shit. Doing Kevin shit. <laughs> but I remember he was, he, was, he was like pretty upset by that. And uh, but it was the, the weirdest thing was that Brian actually, like the Sandrock, like the Mike and Tom, like they all lived right across the street. Yeah, he fucked up. So he we didn't were mean to do it. We were like, yo, what? We were like, what happened? But, well, yeah. from what I remember, your brother was getting the better of it. That faggot. I never knew who it was. I never that knew who it was. That kid's a pussy and he's getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. There was a lot of... Uh, a lot of fights. A lot of the fights in North Wales, I remember, were just people making the mistake of like trying to hang out in North Wales, yeah. and then just like we getting like, beat like, up. We all hang out. And talk. Like, we talk so much shit, and yeah. like people would be like, "Yeah, I want to hang out with you guys." I'm like, "Sure, no problem." And then like when it was all said and done, my friends would be like, "Yo, like I don't ever want to go back to hang out with you guys." <laughs> I'd be like, "What?" And I was like, you know, I kind of be like, I told you, or like, I don't know, like, I can't, yeah. I, you can't hold me accountable for the way my friends acted around you, <laughs> you know. What so, yeah. I'm, of, yeah. I'm the grade below. Yeah, I'm the grade below all of them. So like, it, it all became a thing of like, oh, come drop an eighth off. I'm like, oh, you live in North Wales. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, am I gonna get robbed? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you might. You like, no guarantees i used to okay. love going through like where where was liam's house like because liam Eighth lived in church he Eighth. lived right next Eighth to in church he lived right yeah. in, like across the street from tommy and and jay romeo right yeah like yeah, and then directly yeah. next to the ziggler's and then the yep. ziggler between the cribs was between liam and ziggler's right and yes. right? yeah okay yep so yeah, like I had hung out. Down, yeah, I'd hung out with you guys there like a couple of times, but I used to love driving by there and like seeing you guys in the Those, street, like with the Trump hours. The dickhead, and shit, you know. The oh, dickhead, the dickhead good. local cops. Those dickhead local cops used to hide in the bushes from the Bro. caddy corner of Bro. that corner because we'd all chill in front of the Zigglers and like, and we're smoking L's and shit, but we're not doing anything bad. We're underage drinking and shit, doing yeah. that, but we're on private property. And these dickheads would hide in the bushes. Like, we couldn't see them and shit either. Like, we've all been in trouble. We, we know the deal. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of the trees, you idiot. And then, you know, they would try to, like, pick us off as we left that place and give you, like, I know, we would, nonsense. Yeah, you would walk home from Ethan Church. They'd be sitting at the bottom of church, and uh, and you would just point at them while you're walking home. Like, I see you. Really? Idiots. <laughs> I mean, oh. Look at how North Texas, though. Like, North Penn had all its different cliques. Like, you had your jocks, and you had your popular kids. You had all these uh. other kids. But the only other group you had outside of those was you had end up like you didn't have like Agreed. a Landale crew. You had literally the end up kids. Yeah. Yeah. I Which was weird because that. we weren't. You knew not the fuck with the end up kids. Yeah. I but it was agree. a real like, you know, diverse pocket of people, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. a lot of us. A lot of us uh, smoked a lot of weed, but we weren't the stoners. A lot of uh, guys played football. Guys wrestled. Guys played basketball. Guys, you know, mm -hmm. baseball. There was fucking every sport. You'd, I did notice it was so really like unusual. We actually had there was like five years, maybe like a six year window, a five or six year window where we just had a, a lot of, of of guys that were all for the most part, a lot of us were athletes, but we were all just the same age. We were all just cool with each other. But there was just a bunch of guys that all lived within that small North Wales borough. Mm -hmm. Um and a bunch of yeah, it was crazy. I don't know, but I, I was going to answer the question as far as like what I appreciated was just the people. Like we had so many strong characters within that small, little. I mean, it, it's really a very small piece of land. What that we're talking about, the North Wales yeah. Borough. Yeah. Um, 
and just a lot of strong characters. You know what I'm saying? Every people from like Romero to Sean Day to High Key Johnson um, to Romero's brother Matt Henderson. You had Steve Craig, um, you know, Steve, Brandon, myself, Justin. You know, we had the Hill family. So we have Brandon right across the street from him. We have Victor and Danny Jakes up the street. We have Matt and Austin O'Connor. Um, then there's my grandma's house. We have Andrew Mitchie, Liam, Mitch. uh, the Romeos. Uh, Chris Brown was in the neighborhood. Um, I'm sure there's other people. You know, yeah, Travis, DJ, JR, Russ, yeah. QB. Um, and then and then you could go down, you could go down the, the bottom of, uh, what's that? The bottom of 7th Street. That was a whole other thing. You got John and Steven down there. You got Chuck yeah. down there. You got Sean mm-hmm. Day down by Wawa. And it's just crazy. Just the amount yeah. of people that we had that were all within, all guys within like probably, I'd say like three three or five years of age that, of each other. That like big group that we were all like cool with, there was like a whole other group of Northwest kids who were like just on the, like not on the cusp, but like we, they were fine to come around, but like we weren't that close with. And there was a whole other group of like weird kids who all lived in North Wales. Yeah, like that I, when, when like people I've when known, people asked you yeah. from North Wales and they like said, yeah, known, they were like, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I've known Lee Wilkins. Like my, I met Lee Wilkins in ABC daycare, like before element. I've known Lee Wilkins my whole life, and we Lee Wilkins has like been around forever. Yeah, I will. I will like say a bunch this. Of kids like that. I will say this is that as far as North Wales goes. Is that like if you're from Lansdale, it's not something like you fucking scream from the rooftops. But if you're from North Wales, you fucking rep North Wales and you fucking love North Wales, right? For as much as you fucking hate it, you love it too. And it does come with, and I will be honest, there is a reputation that you guys have of like being like, you know, rough around the edges and fucking not taking shit, which is a good reputation to have as far as I'm concerned. But what? It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What these guys get out of here? But yeah, no, they're uh it, it was always like that. But I do remember in in school, it was very much like you guys did like it, you knew like these guys were all friends and you guys were all like grouped together, but you did have your own like separate entities within that group, you know what I mean? But it's I feel like you know, you guys did have like an all for one, one for all mentality, which is fucking pretty great, man. Really is so cool. the so the, 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 my answer to that question is that uh, the same same thing as them, but also focus on like the parents. Right. Because say they say the whole corny phrase about how it takes a village. Right. Yeah. It really was like that in North Wales. Like if if Brandon's dad or mom saw me doing something I shouldn't be doing, they're airing me out immediately. Like if if, yeah. if uh, uh, Eric's mom saw me doing something or yeah. the Romeo's parent, like every parent was a parent of all the kids. So yeah. even though we were wild as shit, there was like. You know, parents that uh, whatever each one was, they were at least good with kids and, they, you know, kept us in line. And so you were raised by so many different people and so many mm-hmm. different uh, scenarios and perspectives. And, you know, just it, it expand. It made us, you know, closer as people. Steve, yeah. Steve let me ask let me ask you this, too. Is, is it one of those things? Because this is kind of where, where I grew up with. It's like it's not just the other parents would air you out like. They were fully allowed to punish you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, on the spot. Sure. And, 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 and your mom and dad would be like, thanks. Yeah. Do what, I mean, yep. whatever you got to do. Like, I trust oh, your yeah. judgment. If yeah. Keep this fucker in line. Yeah. Check them. Yep. But it's, yep. it's not just ratting you out. It's like, no, no, I'm, 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 I've been fully authorized. I've been deputized by your parents to, uh, <laughs> to punish oh, yeah. you as I see fit. And they're not yeah. going to be mad about it. I walked and in the greatest house and got lit up by his dad. And he's like, that's <laughs> what you would have. That's what he's going to do. You know what I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? He'd be like, that's what you're gonna do. I'm like, all right. I guess, I guess you're right. You know, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I was gonna do some shit. I was planning on doing some shit. You're so right. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. And the nice. and the funny you know the funny moniker. Oh, go ahead, B. 
but my dad was also one of those though where even though he played that game he was also the the fair type of dude to where oh yeah there, there, there was times i came home there was times i came home when there was two kids i'm not going to name names that were following me home because they wanted to fight and i would have fought either one of them perfectly fine but i wasn't going to fight both of them at the same time right and when i got home my dad was he just so happened to be outside and he was like what's up and i was like they want to fight me he's like you want to fight him i was like yeah i'll fight him he was like, all right, let's go. So we went to the field next to the house. And we about being- <laughs> I was like, y'all want to fight? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, all right, let's go. One of y'all can jump in and y'all can fight one-on-one. And I'm going to make sure you don't jump in. Because if you jump in, I'm going to punch the shit out of you. Then- <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. Yeah. Yo, but. Like, y'all but- fight and then you can jump in and you can go and then he was like y'all still want to fight they were like no and he was like all right then get the fuck out of here that's 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 the way like that's that's great parenting as far as i'm concerned because that like young men need that you know what i mean and those fucking two students need to be fucking taught a lesson but also well i was gonna say also they they learned something from that of like be careful who you fuck with because you don't know who's standing on their porch yeah you know you don't know yeah nice might be uh, Mr. Hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be Somebody a bad day for you. Uh, Hell he yeah. was great. He was always a good voice of reason. He was always uh, a great father. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. He Very me smart guy. Kids. He'd be like, yo, I know you're on some, some dumb shit today, but, you know, he would talk to me and shit. And I, would, I, would, I would try to make that man laugh and be as goofy as I could, and he would look at me with the most serious face and be like, you're fucking retard. I'm like, <laughs> all right, all right, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Something nice. wrong with you. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, J-Dub, do you have an answer? Or, um... What's your favorite thing about growing God up in North Willie? Yeah, just the freedom. Freedom. after we paved the no. way. Yeah, because nobody... Yeah. Else, like, you yeah. just freedom. You just walk up the crib by the time, early in the morning. By the time J-Dub got there, he was riding the coattails of all these legends. He came in there, people were kissing his feet. <laughs> all I would do was ride... I would wake up in the morning, ride straight up 3rd Street, and then make a left on church and ride up to 8th and Church. Nobody was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was easily something to find to do every single day. Yeah. 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 I miss that, too. Where, like, you just got on your bike and went out and had an adventure and found someone. I yeah, fucking long, miss that, yeah. man. As long as I was home by it, was dark. Like, there was no questions asked. You just, ours like, was the streetlights. We had to be home when the streetlights came on. That was ours. But, yeah. Yeah. Fucking A, man. You do miss those times, you know? Like, I remember Munley's house was a big meeting point, and then you just, like, like if you woke up and, like, either someone's knocking on your door or, like, you get on your bike and you just go look for where the bikes are in the front yard. You know what I mean? Like, all that shit, you know? Miss that kind of stuff. Dude, I have a, I have, I have a son. He's, like, four and a half, and he was pissed off about something the other day, and he was like, oh, grown-ups can do whatever they want. And I was like, no, bro. No. Just be, like... The next 10 years of your life are going to be the most freedom you ever have yeah. that exists in the entire world. Like, yeah. it only goes downhill after that. Like, theoretically, yes, but I still have to, you know, keep, keep the lights on. Like, yeah, yeah nothing, nothing's better than hopping on your bike at 10 in the morning in the summer and be like, all right, see you at five. Yeah. And get home. What, how was your day? Great. Cool. Yeah. Fucking hit the, hit the pool, played some football, fucking went to the park. Yeah. My one yeah. buddy had three M80s. Uh, we <laughs> built a bike jump. Some kid's nut fell out. I mean, how was your day? It was fine. It was yeah. fine. Killed a squirrel. Uh, yeah. With my bare hands. I saw someone murder a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, nice. Okay. So, Jada, what was your answer to that? Just like the freedom, like the freedom to do whatever. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You got, it did seem like it was like, uh, you know, a Lord of the Flies kind of scenario where the kids just fucking ran the roost around there. There was like ah. plenty to do in North Wales. Like, I remember like one day riding down to church, like somebody would have a potato gun. Like, there would always be oh, something. Crazy, I fucking yo. love the some potato Some of the potato guns were invented, yo. Remember, <laughs> Perk got lit up with a potato gun and cried, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so i was I, so, uh, with the, so the perks one of the kids who grew up in our neighborhood and that kid chaz i was with chaz we went to build the fucking spud gun that he found online this is the old dial-up where you plug your shit into the wall so no one can call your crib right found Yo. it on like remember wait for this wait for this reference the anarchist cookbook right see no. I, was, I was just gonna say anarchist right cookbook. i was just so gonna shows, say anarchist shows cookbook. you step by step how to do a fucking spud gun what to do blah, blah, blah. chaz studies this shit because he's fucking nuts we go out to Home Depot uh, right off the bat. Shout out to this old head. This guy's a fucking legend for this. We're trying to build this thing. We got like a couple things. We're trying to remember exactly what to do. We wrote it down on paper. Like there really wasn't shit. It, this was so old. Like you had to write it down. You couldn't like look in your blah, blah, blah. So we're in there and this dude comes up. And he's like, what are you boys doing? We're like, you know, I don't know, 14 at the time. And the guy goes, you motherfuckers are trying to build a spud gun, aren't you? <laughs> and we were like, hell yeah. He was like, I'll show you what to get. Right. Oh. So this guy, this old head goes and gets us all the right shit. Right. He's like. This one's going to fuck shit up. Gives us what we got to do. Shows us how to put it together for us in the in the Home Depot. This guy's a legend. I love this guy. What a hero. Fuck he was. Yeah. Yo, a hero of my childhood. This one-time guy. So we leave, go back. We put some Aquanet. Aquanet, the old hairspray. Yeah, for yeah, young yeah, bulls. Yeah, yeah. Loaded up with Aquanet. Aquanet also had more fuel in it than gasoline in the pump. Like, that shit was real <laughs> ass. That shit could take oh. the paint off a car in a second. Wow. So we fill that joint up. Fucking, you got the little um, uh, grill clicker, clicks yeah. it with the grill, right? Shoots out. We were like, holy shit, this is awesome. So we're up at Pembroke uh, Middle School. Chaz puts two cans of Aquanet in because it's fucking Chaz. And why not two fucking cans of Aquanet, right? Yeah. Perk sees him screwing the cap on real quick because of those of you that have ever used a spud gun, it's a race at that point to keep all that fucking, you yeah. know, explosive gas in there. So you Pressure. spray, drop the can, spin it on as quick as you can, get ready. He points it at Perk. Perk already knows. So Perk takes a full fucking sprint from... I don't know. He's probably a hundred yards away from us and running horizontally against the horizon. Right. So he's running to the side and Chaz is following him with the spud gun down to the side. Like he's fucking, you know, I mean, I mean like this, like he's fucking yeah. Lord Schwarzenegger. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he's running. And remember the spud guns have a delayed reaction. So when you hit the flint, it goes, it doesn't shoot right away. It's like boom. And then it goes right. He follows him the whole way, hits it. And from a hundred yards out, Hits him with a fucking 90 mile an hour fastball. Explodes oh. off Perk's head. Like, hits him in the head? He hit him in right, the head? Right in the dome. Incinerates <laughs> on his head. He does like a fucking cartwheel onto his side. Instant. And Perk's probably, I think Perk's two or three years younger. So Perk's like, I don't know, he's 11. We're 14. Tears are absolute blood on the side of his head. Tears at me and Chaz picked the gun up and we just ran. We were out. Tommy yeah, Rowe was there. Go. He stayed with him. We routed. Yeah, we were like, we out. Who's uh who's Perk? Uh Steve Park. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, he's okay. no longer with us. Uh <laughs> yeah. blood gun incident. Yeah, he got his now, head shot now, off. How funny is this? They they showed some there was some kid on like a I don't know, some social media where they're using a spud gun and Perk uh took it and sent it to me on like a personal text message and put, I'm getting this, be scared. I was like, pussy, I'm not the one who shot you. Yeah. yeah I was well. just the accomplice. Yeah. yeah. But it was a one in a bazillion chance he That's, hits his fucking yeah. kid. Yeah. They're that, so inaccurate. 
there. There's a delayed reaction. It is yeah. the hardest thing on earth to fucking hit anything. Yeah. Yeah. And you hit Perk on the run from 100 yards out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was meant to be. It was meant to be. That's, that's what we did to our friends in North Wales, which is why half the reason that kids not from North Wales didn't want to come. Yeah. Exactly. Fourth of July, Sean Day used to light Roman candles. And the second you saw no. him lighting them, you just started running. This motherfucker shot me in the back and in the neck the one time. <laughs> I had the biggest like burn hickey. It looked like a goddamn Tyrannosaurus Rex gave me a hickey. Jesus. That one sucked the skin off my goddamn neck with a steam burn because he shot me with a fucking Roman candle. Oh, <clears throat> man. What it sounds like. I mean, yikes. you get a little rough. In yeah. Manny, Young, Mary, we used to shoot the golf balls off the roof, Fee, and Eric. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you might have been there for one of those episodes, right, Matt? Before we had the podcast tonight, as soon as you brought it up to me, Steve, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, Brandon's on? I was like, and Steve's going to be on. So I wonder if we'll get into the, uh, Manny the three-man slingshot with the golf balls <laughs> off the roof of, of a house what? in Manny, at the top of a hill in Manny. Wendover <laughs> Avenue. So, wait, what was – so, can you kind of – Eric, can you kind of paint the picture, like – what was going down? So you guys, there's a lot to paint. <laughs> Brandon guys... was already, Brandon was already in his supply man role. So okay, <laughs> so you guys were, you had the the crib in Maniunk, right? And you said it was by Castle Rocks, right, Steve? So uh, so we Wendover right off of Maniunk Avenue, Wendover, okay. like right at the bridge. So yeah. Council Rock or Castle Rock was below the cliff. Oh, okay. I was, was going to say yeah, we were down, up the cliff. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, couple down a couple blocks. Yeah, we okay. were sitting yeah. up top. And yep. we would sit up top and we could climb out Steve, Steve and Frankie's, Frankie's window. Yeah, Frankie's window. Yep. And we would Show, go up Schoendorfer? Basically. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we would go up to the top, top roof, which was basically like four stories up. Now, at that oh, yeah. time, I was working at a driving range. Yeah. So whenever I would, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I leave, oh, I'd bring no. home like a jumbo bucket of golf balls. The yeah, biggest so we, bucket. Why? 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 Because why not? Because. Yeah. Cause we'd have we'd have these parties, of course, yeah. and it'd be like Friday, Saturday Blacked night, it'd be two o'clock in the morning. We'd be like, "What do you want to do?" And we'd be like, "Let's hit golf balls off the roof." And they'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> so we'd go, we'd go up four stories, but then what you got to think too is out the back of where we were was also like a hundred foot cliff. drop down. Yeah, yeah. just a just a straight drop. Just over yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so man, like the next you would just yeah. like. The next street's over. You're talking are yeah. like 200 feet down, and it's only like 50 yards. Well, I can yeah. drive a golf ball 250 yards. Yeah. So and you're elevated. <laughs> We'd start launching them, and you would just stand there because you couldn't watch them because it was too dark. But you would just hit it as hard as you could, and you'd sit there, and everybody would be quiet Listen. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, all right, who's next? And you'd just start lining up. <laughs> you wait to hear if people at Mad River got, got some shrapnel. If it actually <laughs> hit the water. That that so age, it would have been it would have been fucking Great Street. That's yeah, how long yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 Great Street. Wait, yeah. wait. We had a three man slingshot though. It wasn't just the water that. balloon boy. So yeah, the water balloon boy. One of these parties, right? And Brandon's like, "Yo, let's go on the roof." Where I got I got the three man slingshot. So we go <laughs> on the roof, and we have a three man slingshot. Like people shoot the water balloons with at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, two okay. guys old. Yeah, two of us are like this. You know, someone else has a handful of golf balls. It's like 3 a.m. Yeah. in Manion. Yeah. On like a Tuesday, we're partying like it's, you know, some Mardi Gras. No Aim, yeah. Yeah. Aiming for Main Street and shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, it would get to the point, too, where we would run out of golf balls and we'd be having so much fun. We'd go downstairs and I'd Launching find, like, beers. Donuts. I'd find donuts that were sitting there for like two weeks. <laughs> 
We're shooting, <laughs> shooting silverware. I got like a uh, fucking, you know, a pint oh glass in there. We were like fucking coffee mug. The coffee yeah. pot that went up there before. Uh, we would go. We would go to the girls' house <laughs> next door and steal, steal their lunch. shit. Steal their shit like dickheads. Sounds uh, like you can. Sounds like you can take the boys out of end up, but you can't take the end up out of the boys. Uh, yeah, which isn't yeah, good. Yeah, that yeah. those scenarios we just spoke of right there is why. So we all had like different. Uh, even though we were like, you know, we're all brothers, but like our the groups of friends we had, we all had different friends, yeah. right? Like groups. Yeah. So like, if if there was like a obviously me and Brandon wrestled and like you know Bark played football. Like if there was like a guy on Bark's football team that was having a party, he'd be like, yeah, Bark, you can come, but uh. You can't, you can't bring you can't bring your friends oh like God. only and this happens all the time. All the time. Like, you can come. So Don't bring any of your friends. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've had parties where I had to throw end of guys out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Eric, you were at one, I believe. Unbelievable. But like I was usually the one that would like be like, oh, I have some friends. And yeah, then, like, you know, but it's like the like kind of a gray area. Like, but it was, like we didn't care. Like, I feel like we were like our place was like everyone kind of could hang out and have fun, whatever. You know, like it wasn't like I don't. I mean, we didn't really like we weren't the only people that like it wasn't just end up guys that got thrown out. Okay, so let's let's flip it right. Who? What? It? What would you say? And we'll start with Brando. We'll start with you again. What was the worst thing about growing up in the dirty dub and dub? Man, I don't know. I'm you not. gotta start with. Go I mean, ahead. <laughs> Yo, you couldn't bring a girlfriend around North Wales. Yeah. yeah. You just absolutely could not do it. If you bring a girlfriend to North Wales, she's just never look at you the same. It's a guarantee. Yeah. I really? bring a lot of yep. girlfriends around North Wales, and it was so it was such a bad experience. It was what, not a what, good move. What, like just because like she'd be like, dude, what are these animals that you call friends? Or like yep. is, you just that... never you have yep. no idea what you would expose it to. Yep. Like you just, <laughs> exactly. You, you have no idea what mood or what's going on. Uh, well, I just want to clarify. So you weren't afraid of bringing a girl around because you, you were afraid that she would get with another one of your guys there, no, right? No, you were no, you were no. afraid like she would see you fucking being stupid with these guys. Yeah, yes. not even that. Just <laughs> so, or your, yeah. your guys do some wild <laughs> shit in front of her. Disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, I you like, never know what someone's gonna say, yeah. and then you got, yeah. and then they're like, "Why are you let them talk to me like this?" You're like, "Well, you don't want to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind of like right. it's my yeah. John Cleaver, da, 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 da. and she's like, "What yeah. are you talking about me?" And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." a perfect example when me and jenny got married because we've been married for 16 years now Fucking God bless me you, jenny, the first time i brought her home <laughs> me jenny, Steve, emo matt o'connor and a couple of us go down to the city so we leave we're down we're, we're down a great street Okay. We leave and we're walking down. What is it, Manion Gap? No, we're walking down Main Street. Sure's it's Sure's Lane to get to Main Street. Oh, Sure's Lane, Sure's Lane. Yeah, yeah. There's a pizza shop down there, and it's yeah. like two thirty in the morning, and that's on Main Street. And Matt O'Connor tries to convince the dude that his brother is Reno Mahe, the one punter for the Eagles. <laughs> the punter, <laughs> the fucking punter, yeah. the Eagles, yeah. <laughs> And so, and so the whole time I got my old Nokia flip phone flipped out and I'm like video recording this conversation between Matt O'Connor and this kid. And this kid is dead set like, yo, your brother's not Reno Mahe, this and that. 
I'm, I'm literally watching, like I'm, I'm recording Steve, or I'm recording Matt O'Connor talk to this kid. And then I can see Steve off to the side. So Steve's like signaling me. So I record Steve real quick. And he's like, watch this shit. So I record back to Matt O'Connor. And this pizza shop has this huge pane of glass out. You front. know the window, uh, Matt. I know exactly. Right it's Man- it's Manny. I think it's Manyung Pizza or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Steve goes up and just banks this kid off the his head off the glass. And Who's Jay your friend? Was- the 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 Matt O'Connor? He banks his head off the glass. No, Steve Cabot. While Matt O'Connor's convincing this kid that his his brother or whatever is Reno Amahe, Cabot's off to the side. He's like, "Watch this shit," and I'm like, "Okay." So I start recording Steve. And Steve just runs up, banks this kid off the pizza shop glass. <laughs> the kid that he's <laughs> talking to? <laughs> and he turns around, he's like, what the fuck? And then Emo walks up, and Emo's like, shut the fuck up and get out of here. And the kids are like, where did this even come from? Like, we were just having a And Jimmy literally looks at me, and she's like, this is your friends that you, like, grew up with? And I'm like, yeah, this is, like, a normal experience. Yeah. Like, that was no <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like they're like what Reno Mahe went to BYU I thought he was a Mormon so, what's going on so here? the reason too the funny part of that was the reason why is the kid said when we said this is Reno Mahe you better say what's up to Reno Mahe and they were like Reno Mahe suck and I was like you saying my boy's brother suck fuck you and I grabbed his head and smashed it off the window <laughs> like a dickhead but I was like 20 fucking one hey but still that's uh that's a pretty Pretty fucking, I mean, you know, shout out Reno Mahe, fan of the show. Listen to fan the of the show. show. Yeah, fan um, of the show. Like, big fan of the show. Yeah. Fan of the show. We got that a was big, the first yeah. time Jenny ever. <laughs> Reno that Mahe was, was the best, yards. yeah, best east to west runner that the Eagles ever had. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking all east to west, that guy. Sideline to sideline. So, so the, so to recap, the worst thing was really just like being with your boys in front of your chick. And her seeing like, oh, so th- like, because you act like, you know, when you're trying, especially when you first start dating a chick, everyone's like trying to fucking be, be cool, smooth or whatever the fuck. Right. And you're try- like, you do act different, like try act cool. But then she sees you being a straight fucking fucking ape with your buddies. And she's like, OK, this is the real you now. OK, now I get it. Wait, wait. So wait, Steve, was cool, Steve, she was still, you know, yeah. Yeah. Cool, my friends, like I could be cool the whole time. I could do nothing stupid, yep. but my yeah. friends might yeah. do something crazy. And I yeah. was just like, hey. Like what he's saying, like when uh you bring a girl around and one of us is standing there and you know you've known this girl a month, so we're like, yo, and we're all drunk or high or something. We're like, yo, Bart, yeah. you trying to crush that sneeze or what? And he's like, dog, stop, like come on, stop. We're yeah. like, fuck that sneeze. Cool. Yeah. And then she looks yeah. over and she's like, are they talking about me? And he's like, and she's like, do something. And you're like, well, no, I've known them my entire life. I've known you a month. Yeah. Like I mean, I damn, why am I here with them? Like fuck, shut up, dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> like, the worst is when the girl yeah. tries to actually engage in like yeah. in conversation back with one of my boys. Like you supposed to, like I'm talking like ancient church. He's like everybody's on, you know. Is and then this girl like is like, well, who are you? And I'm like, oh my god, you shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Who are you? And then I'm like, oh my god. All down, down. all down, all here. I'm like. <laughs> It's the same exact story. I'm like 18. I bring a girl to to get trees off Chuck D, and Chuck gets in with her, yo, and starts like, <laughs> like you know, Chuck like just starts like saying dumb shit to her, yo, and she looks at me like, you gonna say something? I was like, no. <laughs> She's no. like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's not worth it, yo. I'm like, let both say whatever he's gonna say, yo. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, Steve, just to, just. Just to recap, too, Steve told a story on a weekend popping about two weeks ago where he uh, flew across the country 
And within three minutes of meeting his buddy's new to be bride, almost had an altercation in an airport. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. all this, all of this tracks, yeah. all of this tracks. That episode tracks. is, yeah, the episode's available on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. So nice. Um, okay. So we've, I guess we've come to the conclusion that the worst thing about growing up in end of is bringing your girlfriend around the end of crew. Because oh, yeah. you know what, Maddie, the if end you of crew when me... you were young, the end okay. of crew when yeah. you were young, yeah, when now you were young, like you just couldn't do it. It was just a thing, like you couldn't, you didn't, it wouldn't be a good move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say, Burn? I was gonna say it's just one of those things where, like, you know, we go back an hour ago in this podcast and you talk about, you know, just how the dudes at end up are. You could have seen this conclusion being like, and then we turned 16. And then things got weird. So I was yeah. trying to bring a girl around and being like, oh, this is a now I bet you didn't do it more than once, you know? Like you yeah. learned your lesson real quick. You're like, okay, all right, let's go, let's go hang out with your friends uh, tonight. Yeah. Usually the ones I'm serious about, I'd be like, whatever, she can take it. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. relationship yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, like she's not like gonna this, be about long anyway. Yeah. It's like the it's like yeah. a car door test from Bronx Tale, right? You bring a girl to end up and she yeah, and she yeah. walks out of there being like, I still think you're sweet. And you're like, Well, all right, good, we're good. Let's yeah. get married tomorrow. <laughs> Let me tell you, that test still that test still holds weight. People are like, well, when when every one of my boys' wives were like, they just accept us. They don't. I wouldn't necessarily say they like us, but they understand we were around way before them, and we're gonna be around after. So they're like, yeah. or if there is no way, whatever. But they're like, nah, I guess I just I'll put up with it. And you know, yeah. like I said, we're all and those are the ones we actually are all like, hey, if they can put up with us and not think we're like fucking Neanderthals. Well, now you're in. Now you're in. If they really, yeah. if they aren't like, if they don't have a stick up their ass, they'd realize too, like you guys are actually pretty funny. You know what I mean? Like it's all just, <laughs> yeah, we just like, bust them balls. Yeah, it's all just funny. It's just jokes. You know. <laughs> well, also, also, you're legitimately close, right? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. It's like you, yeah. you can you break balls like you would on your brother or on yeah. your cousin. Like so, that culture, if you can get past how like kind of abrasive it could be off the top, off the jump. It's really important, man. You know, that that's what you know. You The person you're with is like, now they have strong relationships rooted in history and, yeah. and rooted in like common situations. And that's actually a kind of a rare thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Especially nowadays. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Uh, okay. So quick question, though. So speaking wait, wait, of, real quick. Yeah. Hey, way to make us sound real good right there. <laughs> yeah i'm here to oh, yeah. singles baby that's what i do, yeah, man. Yeah. What I do. Dude, he's fucking he's a his on base nice. percentage is fucking batting a thousand baby I slap singles that's all i do <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm trying to move the runners along the base path that's it brother so uh real quick i do want to ask this uh as far as like bringing go- girls around the crew who was the worst dude to bring the girls around that would just get like stupid when chicks were around jazz yeah you bring a girl around chaz and you there's literally no telling you would have a girlfriend Dude, yep. I, I honestly, I just, I knew what you guys were going to say. I just wanted you to fucking say it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. well, since, I mean, and, uh, so. And he's yeah. been laughing about it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Uh, about it. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you, would you guys be cool to share like a story about Chaz while we were talking about it? Oh man, what kind of story? I mean, we got, I don't know if we can share anything. All right. Well, here, here's a good one. That's hours. not a bad one. Ready? I got a good one. That's not a bad one. So. 
Chaz used to uh, date this one girl. And I use it all the time when I go out of like uh, Philadelphia to explain to people how to use the adjective John, right? Okay. So Chaz used to date this girl, not date her. He just uh, banged her and she bought him shit. But uh, he, she was like this pudgy girl with this giant fucking birthmark on like her face, like an octopus that like ate half her face, right? I mean, this this bitch was husky Aww. too, big bro. And uh, whenever he was out with her, we nicknamed her the John with the John. With the John. <laughs> but he just felt bad. Like, the John with the, the John with the John. John. On her. People come to the house, they're like, "Yo, where's Chaz?" You're like, "Guys, oh, with the John with the John, John on her." John, John. <laughs> the now John with her John. To explain John. to people that aren't from Philadelphia how it can be used as almost any adjective. It's true. Good. And they're good like, oh, I see like yeah. yeah, bitch had a big thing on her face. We called her the John with the John on her John. Yeah. Yeah, and good use of adjectives, Steve. Great job. Very. Yeah. Those were actually those were all nouns. Just for, just to be clear. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a difference between that. The, uh, one, of, one of my favorite. I'll tell you real quick. One of my favorite was Chuck used to spray his weed with binaca. <laughs> what would he do? He would spray it with banaca or call it fucking what the fuck we call it? like mint snickleberries or some yeah, dumb uh, shit. Thing mints. <laughs> We call it Snickleberry, and we sell it for twenty five a gram, yo. And Why? I knew we sprayed it because it was sprayed with vinegar. Small mini, this... so you'll smell it. It's twenty five dollars a gram. He'd sell the dummies all day, yo. So, <laughs> so, so I would smell over. It smelled like, different, and so I, I never smelled anything like this before. I need yeah. weed, and I'm like, Chuck, do you have any weed you didn't spray with vinegar, yo? And he's like. Yeah, I got some, yo. And he pulls it out, and I open it. And I'm like, smell, it. and I'm like, you sprayed this banana already. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'll give it to you for ten a gram, yo. And I'm like, what? why are you spraying all of your marijuana with banana? I just, I love them so much. The other one, quick last one is, I walk in his room one time. I open the door. He's laying on his belly with Crystal's nail polish kit, and he's painting a sheet of paper with clear gloss. That's right. And he's, and he's like, I'm about to sell this John for a hundred dollars, J Dub. And I'm That's like, what? A sheet. He's like, this is a sheet of ass. I'm about to sell the bull right now. He goes he outside, took computer paper, sells the John <laughs> for a hundred dollars, whatever. An hour goes by. We're sitting in his crib. We're rolling up. His phone blows up. He looks at me. He pulls his phone. And he goes, oh, I got this bull for fifty more dollars. <laughs> wait, wait, he wait. Back, he's painting. <laughs> he's painting paper with like nail polish and selling his acid sheets. So, okay, so he would paint the clear nail polish on the paper, yep. scrape it off, yep. and then sell it to some dumbass and say it was acid. And yep. then in an hour, the dude was so he sounded like a hundred dollars worth, right? And then the dude's calling back saying, Bro, I can I get $15 more? And he, he wants another half sheet. He's like, Bowling's another half sheet. And I was just, <laughs> I was dying laughing. <laughs> That's dude, that's pretty fucking smart though. Right? It's that was pretty fucking Jeez. smart. Sprays all sweet with Banaka and fucking <laughs> paints fake sheets of acid. Yeah. Tom had told me a story about when this is a perfect example of what you guys are saying about how bringing your your friends around, not from end of <laughs> to hang out with your end of friends. Does this involve the screen door? Uh no, uh, not this okay, not this right. one. I mean, you can tell that one next, but uh, (laughs) so uh, Steve had um, so Tom and Steve were were boys, you know, on the team. So after like a meet or a tournament or something, Tom and Steve go to hang out and they wanted to get some shit down in the city 
they wanted to get some weed, right? So Tom, Steve, and Chaz, right, Steve? You three go down to the city. Poor Tom. I should have never brought him around my dickhead North Wales. <laughs> <laughs> so they go down and like they go to the hood, right? And where where are you at? Cheltenham or something like that? Nah. Dog, we're behind Temple, 17th and oh, Jefferson. Okay. We ain't no fucking Sheltonham. We had fucking straight up middle of the goddamn belly of the beast. All right. So yeah, you're behind Temple in the hood and you buy some shit from the guy right and then chaz instead of giving him the money rips up the money in front of the guy and throws it at him after buying the shit from him right Which makes no sense. yes yes did he ever say why he did that or he's that that was just him I, that, that was just him there's no there's no asking why he said he was just like a loose cannon i guess I, don't know, I think he didn't like that guy, so he said, fuck you. I think the guy tried to, like, tell him that he was going to uh, – they wanted more money. I forget what the scenario was. But, yeah, he ripped it in half and then peeled out on him. Wow. Good for him. Nice. Yeah, I mean. yeah. All right. Well, rest in peace to Chaz. Everyone's a big fan of him. All right. So, let's keep it moving. So, okay. So, one of the last questions, then we can roll out of here. So, who was there? I want to ask, like, was there someone that you grew up with in end of that was like a neighborhood friend or a neighbor or whatever that left North Wales, right? And like, you know, maybe like the early teens or whatever that moved away that you were friends with that you lost the like lost connection with that you would like to reconnect and see where they're at right now. Burn, you're muted. The kid who shit his pants, but apparently Brandon <laughs> said he's still in the hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What were you, Burn, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I, I have one little follow-up at the end. Okay, After cool. That. Cool. But it's easy. Go ahead. Uh, so, Justin, do you think of anyone that's moved away that you kind of, like, wonder where they're at now? There was this kid, Sean Fox, I was real good friends with until third grade, and his parents were in the military, and he moves away. But other than that, I don't yeah. remember, like, there's a, a buddy stayed around. A buddy of mine that I used to hang out with all the time, his name was Sean Flaherty. And he lived like, he went to St. Rose and he lived up like, oh God, you know how you go past like, uh, like, like he, well, no, like you go, you're up Sunny Town and you go past like the church and you go past the school and like you go down that hill and there's like the, the first road there. I think it's like lower state or upper state or whatever. He lived in that, like you make a left there in that little like development. And he lived back there, which is pretty cool. But yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, shout out. Uh, fan of the show, listener show, touch base. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Eric? Anyone comes to mind? I don't know, man. I pretty much am familiar with everybody we grew up with. I know where they're at. I mean, yeah. we had like, there was Chris Corona who moved from. Uh, Liam like, would talk was, about him. Was, yeah, Chris, Chris was cool as shit. He was like one of our boys in our, in our age group. And um, he moved to Mathathen. Like when we were, I think at the end of ninth grade or something, he moved to Mathathen. But like, <clears> I still I still know where he's at. You know, he's down, he's down in Florida and stuff. Um, yeah. But there's not really anybody from the borough or anything like that that I'm not aware of where they're at. I remember, yeah. I remember Liam told me this story. And shout out to Liam. Fucking hopefully... When you listen to this, you'll fucking contact me so you can be on the show. Is, this about, is this about Chris taking shrooms by chance? No, uh, it's about. <laughs> Great <laughs> Eric has like Eric has like eleven secret stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody story has those stories. <laughs> so, if you want to tell them, go ahead. What's the Eric? Can you share the shroom story or no? <clears throat> oh man, this is crazy. So uh, feel free to chime in. I, I don't know, if, uh, Brandon and Steve. 
um, what these Just for the are. record, I, me and Chuck Modi, we talked about earlier, provided these ones and found these ones. Chuck, Chris, that Chuck that Modi name. is his name? Yeah. Uh, that's one of his. Yeah, Dirk Diggler. See, Swizzle. Uh, he's got a names. <laughs> for Chad. Okay. okay. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, there was a lot, like, so, <clears throat> long story short, somebody – somebody bring some mushrooms to the borough of north wales <laughs> and a lot of people haven't taken mushrooms before i don't even know how old we were we were like yeah, young, we were, young. So we were experimenting <laughs> and doing stuff whatever and uh so andy banandi aka Andrew Gacho, <laughs> right? yo i haven't heard that nickname in so long andy andy you said what, what, what would say the nickname again his name's andrew gondra and we called him andy banandi andy banandi <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his parents were away for the weekend and uh, he had an older sister, Lauren. So, so Andy Banandi and Lauren decided they were going to have some people over. Well, this in, in this, in this, uh, you know, the way the universe works is funny how this they had this open house. Chaz and Steve apparently found some good mushrooms to bring into North Wales borough and, and distribute to the, the, the youngins of North Wales borough. So we're all, <laughs> Meeting at Andrew Gontrum's, and where a lot of us are taking mushrooms for the first time. Yeah. And Chris Corona happens to be one of those people. So oh. I decide that, you know, I'm going to take, I take a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Right, I go to the right. blue coil. It's not hitting me yet. I'm going to smoke some weed. And uh, so I took Jill Bielhauer's car with her to Luke Oil. And I'm on my <laughs> way back and I'm driving. And I remember it's like, yo, this is like a video game. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, we need to get back. I get back to the house. Everyone else is is kind of coming into their element too. So yeah. it everything's kicking in, and uh, one of us, more so than everyone else, is really getting uh, the effects of this, and that was Chris Corona, who <laughs> decided he was talking to Jesus or something. He was saying, "I am Jesus. I am God. I am Jesus. I am God." And he, <laughs> he made this this horrible mistake, and he, he found the bathroom mirror, and he was stuck in there. And he was like stripped down to nothing. And he told telling us how he sees Jesus, sees God. And I remember, I think the first people to find him were like me and Steve Trump out. And we were looking at him like, yo, just like chill in here. We didn't even turn the lights on. We just locked him in the bathroom and tried to keep him in there. And uh, so he decides, you know, we all go back downstairs and we're, and we're trying to like relax and, and, and embrace everything. So we just see these two bare feet coming down. They had the steps that were like, Here's the ceiling, and then here's the yeah, 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 yeah. And you just see these two naked feet coming down. <laughs> and you just see butt naked Chris Corona come down Ew. and just turn and look at us, and we're like, oh shit, he's butt naked. But we're all we're all shrinking. We're all hot. And we're <laughs> shrinking. Chris just looks at us and runs out the front door. It's like three thirty. We're all underage. Naked runs out naked. Yeah, all this dumb shit. He runs out the front door, butt naked, and just is gone. So we're looking at him and said, like, what are we supposed to do right now? <laughs> when we go outside, he's banging on neighbors. This is like row homes, like townhome row homes in yeah. North Wellsboro. He's banging on neighbors' doors. <clears throat> I'm Jesus, I'm God, I'm Jesus, I'm God. So we're out there together, and we're like, yo, someone's got to, like, capture him. You know, but he's butt naked. <laughs> Eventually, what happens is we're trying to get him. He's running up and down car hoods, yeah. getting away from us. And uh, Andrew Gonchin just lit him up. Eventually, Andrew's like, yo, it's in my house. Like, 
a lot's going on right now. I didn't really plan on all this. It's like, when, like when somebody runs on the field during a professional football yeah, game. Exactly. There's one dude who's like, I'm, I gotta kill that guy right Wait, now. Wait, so he punch, he punches him? He punches him, hit, knocks him back. He hits his head on the curb. We have to call the ambulance now. And the ambulance people are trying to tend to this young teenager who's butt naked on Andrew Andy Bonandi's front porch. I was at, I was gone. I was like, I'm going home. This is too much. I didn't really expect all this, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, but they're like, are, are you okay, sir? And he's like, I am Jesus. I am God. I am Jesus. I am God. They're like, yo, what is wrong with this kid? Butt naked, sitting there, bleeding out of his head. Dude. What the fuck? While you yeah. guys were all fucking fucking booming out, right? Just doing your thing. Oh, yeah. Running over the people's yeah. cars. Oh. It wasn't like people had experience. Like, like this was like all extremely overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was I was gonna say there's probably a lot of people who were there who only took mushrooms once. Because that sounds like a real rough first run. Um <laughs> yeah. in the in the, awesome. in the psychedelic worlds. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh so he he has a lot of nicknames now, Chris. <laughs> you know? Use Jesus. I am Jesus. Yeah. Nice, nice. But Great. that's a that's a classic story, and there's a lot more to it. But um, <clears throat> that's a that's a crazy story about Chris and and North Wellsboro. Some of the stuff that happened there. Fuck. Oh, Brett. So no. back. Yeah. Back to the person, right? I'm gonna throw this on the on the B for his street. I was thinking about this. Someone that I don't know where he's at nowadays that we kind of grew up with. Who's the bull with the glass eye, B, on the other side of your street? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. What? Aaron, Ca- Aaron Casabier. Where'd that bull go, yo? He had a glass yeah. eye? Yeah, he had, he had like cataract in one eye or something like that. And when they went to do surgery, like the surgery didn't work out. So they basically had to take it and they had a, he had a glass eye in one eye. You can only see out of the other one. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Last I had heard, he actually, his dad got a job like over in Europe or something like that. And this is when we were like 15, 16. Yeah. Um, and they basically moved over to Europe. And that's the last I heard. I haven't heard from him in 20 years. Oh, class eye. Yo, that kid sucked Damn. at football. He sucked at baseball. <laughs> the only thing that pussy did was row his boat and fish because he couldn't do shit with that one eye. Yo, he started in the last action hero, though. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 did he row his boat in a circle? <laughs> I see where you're going. But that dude, another uh, fucking fucking another fucking base hit from old Bernie uh, Base hits over old, there. Old Glass Eye, big fan of the show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Shout out you, Glass Eye. He, he's a listener, but he can't eye. watch it. There it is. Yeah, he doesn't watch. But uh, Eric, what, what were you saying about Last Action <laughs> Hero? Because I know in our neighborhood there are some kids that made some outrageous claims as far as wasn't that the movie where the guy had the glass eye? Oh, yeah, used to change the shit. Yeah, the yeah, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, the bad dude. Matt Tywin Lannister was the oh, bad guy fuck. in that movie with the glass eye. Charles Dance. Wow. Nice. Chuck Dance. Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. So, all right. Anyone? Okay. So that was Brandon. You can you think of anyone else, or was that going to be your guy too? Of someone who's gone from the neighborhood that, that you lost? Yeah. Nah. Old glass eye. Every, yeah. Everybody else around North Wales, we all keep in touch with. Nice. I mean, there's not there's not many people even on the opposite side of town. Like AJ Paul rolled out to Cali, came back. Um, I mean, everybody else, it, like you knew everybody. Yeah. Romero went everybody. to jail. He came back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you guys hang out with the Catholic school kids too, or no? 
I mean, no. was, I don't know if any of us really went to Catholic. Nobody. Anymore. The only person that went no. was O'Connor. Matt he O'Connor. Went to Salby. Yeah. He had enough yeah, money. Everyone else's shit. parents were too broke to send you to some fucking. <laughs> well, I'm saying like <laughs> I knew some St. Rose kids that hung out that lived like the McGarrys and like like what was that, Eric? I said, our parents are like, we're just trying to feed them. We'll worry about religion later. <laughs> I was on 40. <laughs> I was on 40-cent lunches. Like, I ain't going to yeah. Catholic school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the poor kid lunches were the worst. You go to elementary school, everybody else is paying their normal money. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. A quarter, a diamond, and nickel, and I slide yep. across the jar. I get a whole tray full of shit. I'd see the kids that have like three dollars buying double lunches and a snack, and I give them four dimes, and I walk away with my lunch like I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hell yeah! Kids for a dollar seventy. The parents give them two dollars. They slide me the thirty cents, and I'll get a full meal too. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate milk because I was doubling back. Damn. <laughs> nice. Fucking shout out. Nice. But the reason I asked is because, yeah, I knew uh, I knew some uh, Catholic school kids that grew up in North Wales, but I guess like the McGarry's or Kevin Francis or any of those guys, I guess. Yeah, nah, they weren't North Wales guys. Francis yeah. and them are West Point guys. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, you're right. McGarry yeah. lived next to my cousins, Ryan and Josh. McGarry. Yeah. North yeah. I remember McGarry. Nice. All um, right. So my yeah, all my older brothers, all my older brothers with the LC. So I would go to like LC parties, and yeah. they'd be like, "None of your friends are coming, right?" And I'd be like, "No, man. Like it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you, none of those ghetto trash and dub guys are showing up, are they? We don't have a house to burn down." But yeah, nice. Okay. So uh, okay, burn. You had a question, a follow up. Yeah, well, I have one question, right? Because this seems to be a pretty solid end of round table. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys. I think, I think, I think we're gonna end up trying to work to like a, you know, like a ten man live event, you know, uh, symposium type of a TED talk deal. But uh, oh! I want to ask, I want to ask all you dudes, who is the one end of dude who needs to come on this show? Ooh, great question, Romero he- Henderson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do. You have to fill Aaron Smith. No chance. <laughs> Who, who's there? Now you know Smith? what though. To be completely there's, honest, you can't even really so name just one. You yeah. got to pull, yeah. pull a couple more of the crew. Like this is part of the crew, but you got to pull like the the Romero, so what if, the Russ, so the what Sean, me, Betty, Betty, all of us together. There's what like, like and there's a lot of characters. This is the four, right? If you could add, so let's say we double it up to eight. Who are the next four oh, dudes? Oh, good question. There's a bunch I mean, of different I, avenues you yeah, can go. I can up yeah, sure. sure. It yeah, has to be want, like generational, right? Yeah. If you want like scumbags or if you want like people who are actually successful. Yeah, you want like well. real athletes. No. You want scumbags. <laughs> you want guys who are doing well outside. How, like, there's all types the, of shit. The best of the However best you guys – Yeah, however you guys want to represent and like, who are the, uh, the next four guys who you think will be – Champions. I would. I. I've you, said you it. Have to pull Sean Day. But, but we've already had him. Yeah, but, he's been on the show. But he's we're going to end up panel. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You gotta get Bo on here. Oh, uh, <laughs> I. I have a great story about Bo. I was with Bo. Me and it was me, Bo, Liam. I got one other person, and uh, we when Bo got arrested, I was there. That was one of the funniest bulls. Me life. and uh, me and me and Party Boy were me and Party Boy rolled up to end up uh, to like you know hang out, and I was actually trying to score some weed, and 
like you know i saw liam i guess he <laughs> he had told me to meet him by the boy scout house or the boy scout yeah so he told me to meet him by the boy scout yeah. place right so me and pete meet him by the boy scout place and it was him and Bo and one other oh and, and john him Bo, and john john trumbauer and we're tra- i guess travis lived near there at the time right and oh, travis Travis had some stuff and we were trying to get it off of him. I had a 20 rolled up in my ear for some reason. Right. And we're in Pete's mom's minivan. Right. And we're all just like hanging there on the corner, like standing around like bullshit and doing whatever. And then the cops pull up from both sides. Right? Oh, yeah. And there, and, we're, and I was like, what the fuck is we're not doing like literally not doing anything. Right. And, and the cops are like, we're going to search the car and we're going to search every one of you. And I was like, fine. Like, if you have some, give it to me because I would like some because I don't have any, right? So and so apparently, and I watched Liam do this. He had something and stuck it up his butt, right? And like I watched him like real quick do it <laughs> because, and he was able to do it because at the time, the, like two cops were grabbing Bo and Bo's like, no, let me go. I just got to go back to my house. Let me go. I don't want to like, no, I'm good. Just let me go. I don't want to be here. Like he's like really trying to get away from the cops, right? Then they double team him and strong arm him and pat him down. And he had done the gimmick where you pull up your boxers and then you pull your shorts down a little bit and you pull out the back of your boxers. So it creates a pocket above your mesh shorts. Right. And yep. he had hit a bag in there and they found him. Like they found it while they're patting him down. Then they pat down, you know, me, John and Liam and Pete. Right. They make us sit on the curb. They rip Pete's minivan apart. Like his mom's minivan. They just obliterated it. Right. And then they I remember I heard the cops say this where they they cuff Bo and they go to put Bo in the back of the car. And the one cop says the other cop, he's like, do you know who, what this kid's last name is? And they're like, what? And they were like, what? And there was like Ziggler. And they're like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, damn, fucking poor Bo getting fucking the shit under the stick here. But yeah. profile by, by his older brother. True. Yeah. Very true. But yeah. So you'd have to bring Liam on, too. I would love, dude. Yeah, Liam, honestly, Liam would be a good, good addition. Liam and Bo would be a good. Addition. I fucking, I fucking love the shit out of Liam. Fucking me and him like clicked back in the day. I was, I'm always been a big fan of him. Really big fan. Well, I'd love to get him on. So if you guys talk to him, fucking tell him to to hit me up and fucking do the damn thing. And John too, because John, he was, he would hang out in our neighborhood a lot too. Him and Stephen in in our in our neighborhood, Stephen was known as Peanut. Yeah. Yep. Funny stuff. So. All right. Nice. So great question, Burn. Thanks for doing that. So we're coming to the top of time, guys. And I'll tell you what, this has been a fucking great time, right? Would you guys agree? Like this has been pretty fucking good. You know, I like that we did this. I like this having a shout. You know what I mean? I want to come up. We'll do this another time, you know, and we'll have like another panel with some different questions and more interesting things like that. If you guys were down, I mean, I would love to have you back if you're willing to come back on. Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of stories. I mean, yeah, there's so many let stories me, that we could get into for real. Let me let me ask you this: If we wanted to do a live panel, where would the illest place mm. in end up be to do <laughs> shoot it for live panel? We're not fucking doing it where <laughs> shit tooth resides. All right, fuck you, shit tooth. I'm still upset about this. <laughs> you know who I you mean, are. A good place to do it would be, I mean, so that you would have somewhere to, to sit and stuff. We could go like the, the steps of North Wales Elementary. I mean, it'd be cool to be in between the threads or back in spot. Sick. But I think I think like North Wales Elementary would be like a good place where like we, we wouldn't have 
you know, we wouldn't be burdening our parents any further. Than I, wonder, I wonder <laughs> yeah. how, yeah. I wonder how logistically so I could do it so I can, cause like the, I'm thinking in my mind, as far as like producing a, sh- like a live shoot like that would be, would be like, <laughs> I'd need a source of electricity. I'd need a source of Wi-Fi. I'd need a source of like, you know, something to record on. We need to have multiple cameras for the shoot. We'd have to have chairs. You got We'd a have drone? Man. You could have like a tripod camera set up and then you could do like a drone or something. True. true. We'll, just up, we'll just set up Vinny and do it at Tony's. Ooh. Tony's 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Wait. But Mr. For, Centrino come out there and fucking kick that camera right into the fucking screen. <laughs> for it to be, for it, for it to be live. We could definitely, I honestly, we could definitely make, I could make it work for it to be live because we could do it on IG live and on YouTube live with two different cameras on two different mm-hmm. phones. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we could record it on a third phone or a third device on like the, on the laptop. We can record it using zoom. If we could get like a hotspot from another phone, I could definitely make that work. That's something we could I do, just, but how I just feel like it's gotta be, it's gotta be an end Look, I, oh, I, I want I, I, I want to it's gotta be in the element. We'd have to get it somewhere like, you know, ask around. And if anyone listens to this, uh, you can email us at workinspectors at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter with your ideas of where we should shoot the live end of show. But I mean, we could do it at Dog Park. We could do it wherever. But it'd also be logistic where I'd have to work it out with a township to get permits to shoot there. So maybe Man, we can we'll, get it as a we'll residential. Do it at my dad's house in the basement. No, that's yeah, yeah. the permit. If Hammerstone shows up, we're just running. We're gonna listen. I'll I'll take a punch from Brandon's dad to do it in the basement. It's an even trade. Listen to me. A punch from his dad's the easy one. If he may, the hard way is he's gonna make you do 600 push ups, 400 sit ups, and 10 (laughs) deadlifts before you walk out his fucking basement. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna be a man when you walk out of that basement. Hell yeah, you're definitely gonna be a man you walk out that fucking place. Amen. We're coming to the top of time here. Before we get out of here, I would just like to ask uh, Brandon, do you have anything you wanna say to your adoring fan base before we take off? Nah, I mean, this is my second show, so I enjoy it all the time. Hit me up. Hey, man. Happy to have you on. Thank you for coming on. It's been a great time each time, so thank you. Uh, Eric, first time on. Uh, what'd you think? You got anything you want to say to your fans? What do you got going? Uh, no, it was nice, man. It's always nice to catch up with old friends and, and to do this kind of shit. Cool. So um, I'm hoping we can get on here again and, and, and talk a little more about some things from North Wales to, to life in general. Um, but yeah it's cool to see you i haven't seen you in a minute and uh it's also cool to catch up with these guys of course yeah dude agreed man and thanks for coming on this has been yeah this has been great you did a great job nice so Jalen, anything you want to say to the dubinators before we take off real quick my favorite bark story i have to go get brad he's hanging out with alex at eric's house i walk into the crib i gotta go find brad in alex's room i I just open bark's door and he's sitting indian style with a keyboard playing the mortal Kombat song (laughs) (laughs) and he just looks at me looks up at me at the perfect moment goes fight and i just shut the door and just kept walking i never laughed harder my whole life yo story about me too he told me i thought about the north wales reunion and he had a funny story too yeah who brad yeah brad shout, had a good story. shout out brad big fan nice i mean do you want to share it or no <laughs> all the mario no, I, don't even, I don't even nah nah yeah it was 
All right. I'll let no Brad worries. share it if you have a Trump song. Nice. So, okay, nice. Didn't know you knew the Mortal Kombat theme song on the piano, but congratulations. Yeah, nice. I think it was the Bowser music from Nintendo, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe because of the stuff doing Mortal out, Kombat. Yeah. Bama, nama, nama. Bama, nama, nama. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably that. Nice. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, Strong Stem, anything you want to say to the Cold of Cabot before we take off? Yes. I need to tell a, a quick story. So, Brandon got me looking like a Neanderthal. This fucking guy. So we were, we were in Maniunk one time. We lived at the crib. And there just happened to be those girls that are our friends from North Wales, right? Not from North Wales, but our friend group, kind of, like a couple girls that rolled with us. Right. They decide one time, stupid idea on them, set these poor souls up. Decide they're going to bring some random guys they met at, like, uh, college oh or whatever. They're going to bring to the, to the Maniunk house, right? And there's fucking 15 end up guys in there. And they come in with these fucking noodles, right? So they hear us all talking shit on each other. And this is a common mistake. And they start to try to like join Ooh. in when I'm like, no, 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 you can't talk to me that way. He can, because I've known him since he was seven. Yeah. You, on the other hand, don't have the right to fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah. they're going to leave. And Brandon's like, I'm going to punch one of these kids. No, no. <laughs> nah, don't do it in the crib. Nah, we shouldn't do it here. Nah. He fucking, these kids go out to the wheel, get in the car. And Brandon's like, I'm going to punch him. I was like, oh, shit. So he runs up to the car and the passenger leans in and rocks the shit out of this kid. And his friend's not even driving away. He's just leaving him out there to die while he watches him get fucking lumped. These poor kids. What, Eric, what were you going to say? Listen, the way that actually happened was this. So we were downstairs playing beer pong. And and Steve's right. We were all talking like man, shit. like we just talk tons of shit, especially if there's like a competition going on. So yeah. play beer pong. Yeah. And these kids were down there. So they're talking shit too. Well, yeah. everybody went upstairs from the basement. And they don't realize like I'm cool with everybody in the house. So they start talking reckless about Steve and Brandon. Like they were, I forget who it was. One of them they said, like, yo, I'm gonna fuck this kid up. And I was like, huh, I'm gonna go fly on the wall. So I go, and I didn't know, like, all I gotta say is a little bit to Brandon. I think they said something about Steve or something. Yo, I was like, yo, this kid said da 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 da. And then Brandon was like, oh, yeah? And then it was over. It was over. Yeah. Was you, don't, you don't need, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you don't need to give Brandon any reason to be aggressive. That's the fucking no, truth. I don't think this actually happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just for the yes, record, yes. I had to beg Brandon one time to not beat a kid up in our house because I didn't want blood all over our fucking floor. And what and did I he fucking do? do? He beats him up in the fucking crib and we're finding you blood know? on the walls for fucking months and after. I did it in the kitchen oh. so it wasn't on the carpet. That's some Dexter shit right there. Like, no, just Hell mop yeah. it up, man. Just mop we it up. Finding, like a month later, we're going into the fridge. I look up, I'm like, what the fuck is... Is that blood? I'm like, how the uh, fuck did that get up there? Yeah, so like, Emo's boys were there, and before I did it, I told Emo's boys, I was like, yo, I was like, I'm gonna punch that kid right there. And he was only like three feet from me, and they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, yes, I am. And they were like, I dare you. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Emo's friends did not know who they were to, who they were tempting. Not yeah. even a double I dog. Not even a double dog there. Just a yeah. straight yeah. dare. Yeah. Emo Neri Honkai, fan of the show, listener of the show. Damn.
Well, yeah, Brandon. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I don't think we've ever told any stories about Brandon being aggressive or, you know. <laughs> oh, I could kill, I could kill like six hours nonstop with Brandon Oof. being aggressive. Oof. We did tell this story about Pedro on the show, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and the... <laughs> oh fuck no, man you can't say his name could you imagine if something like that happened nowadays oh, oh bro oh bro the way schools would be oh bro you'd we both be in jail yeah 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 what uh eric what were you saying i was saying his name is so, yeah <laughs> yeah his name is that was him his name was <laughs> fucking I was like, whatever, dude. His name was Big Fucking Mistake after he fucking did that. Tell you that, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he fucking bit a kid. Yo, what he a piece bit. Of he. Shit. He what fuck, a complete yo, piece of shit. Brandon, he bit the fuck out of you. I remember that. Like, it, he, like, didn't he draw blood? Like, what the fuck? He fuck And, like, had, didn't you have to rip him off you? Well, what it was was that I had a bruise on my back when he was biting me. Because as soon as he was done biting me, and I was, I was basically. <laughs> I was like, you're fucking biting me. So I started punching him. Well, then as soon as I got done punching him, I got on his back and I started choking him out. And that's when, like, (laughs) pulled me off. They were like, you can't choke out and punch the coach. And I was like, (laughs) you're like, fucking watch me. Yeah. Well, dude, I wasn't a fan of that guy anyway. So, (laughs) you know, wasn't a fan. But okay. All right. Nice. So, Benoit Putkasi, anything you want to say to the legions of adoring fans before we take off? No man, just uh, it's been super fun. Uh, I had a lot, I had a lot of ideas about the end of dudes. You guys have you lived up to your reputations, and uh, I can't wait for the live show, man. I'm coming to end up. Hey, live from end up working perspective podcast. Eventually, one day we'll definitely set it up. Steve, are you trying to play music? No, I fucked up and hit that. I backed the thing. I I'm like, where's that coming from? Is that one of them retards? I we are up, never ending this. All right. Okay. So, uh, okay. All right. So this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Burn Bakusi. Our guest was the end of panel of badass Brandon Hill, J-Dub Justin Richardson, the electric Eric Zeblum, and North Wales' favorite son, strong stem Steve Cabot. You can find... You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then do us a favor and email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And for the love of God, please like and subscribe so that my wife stops giving me so much shit about doing this show. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. 
They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, B is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.